Yep, this is the Low Life Podcast. Um, it was a big exhale. You only heard part of it. I am Coin Ops McGillicuddy. I am drinking an energy drink. Um, joined with uh, myself here is, that's not even good. Yeah. Mm, talking with mm-hmm. words brain. Uh, scum, save uh, me. No. <laughs> He's here. Um, I mean, also, I am. Yeah. You dr- What's the number of energy drinks? No, I'm just starting. Okay. Just I mean, it's 8.30 at night, but all right. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, who gives a fuck? I have like a jug of coffee. Yeah, I'm not vibrating yet. I don't have Pandorum. <laughs> Typical. Um, we're also here with Zero. Welcome back, gentle listeners, for another installment of the Low Life Podcast. Yep. That's uh, that's that's uh, we were gonna we're gonna do another movie. We <laughs> are. It's, it's spoopy season. And we it is. Do- uh, spoopy shit and yes. um i was thinking uh while we were going through this uh picking the movies and stuff kind of going around and, and discussing what we we're going to cover it's an oft like overlooked sub 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 genre of science fiction horror that i love which is like the generation ship idea i like big deep space you know stories where like the crew could be in trouble most of the time they're not well pulled off and <laughs> The one we're covering today, Pandorum, is from 2009, and it is third on that list. Technically, I think this is a a popsicle rocket type of generation ship, right? And everybody's frozen. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Yeah. everybody's supposed to be in hypersleep, and they're supposed to wake up in shifts, and like they're going to a planet because uh, we'll get into it. But uh, you know, the other ones that I really like, way more than this, uh, I would have to say, would be Event Horizon. Uh, big fan of that. Just it, it vibes. It's really cool all the way through that movie. Yeah, um, it's this just, one. This one yeah. definitely pulls off more of like the bl- Tetsuo Nihei blame kind of feel of just mm-hmm. like being in a massive industrial space. Yeah. It feels big. They do a yes. good job of giving you a sense of like cramped spaces, but then also these like open spaces, and you can almost imagine how a lot of the stuff would work, which really helps with this. And you can really see the, the influence in a through line. Uh, um, Paul Anderson, the director of Event Horizon, is actually one of the biggest producers on this movie, Pandorum. There you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Little tip of the hat there. You know, And then my favorite uh, Deep Space uh, Generation ship movie would be Aniara, which someday we'll talk about. <laughs> but it's so fucking bleak. It's yeah, like, it's a bizarre. Yeah. It's, uh, but it's plausible as shit. I don't know. There's a lot going on with that one. And I, I still think about it every day. Um, but back to Pandorum. Um yeah, it's a movie, and it is. it's it's uh, it's got some space stuff in it. It has, I would say, BSG level CGI. Um, <laughs> it's not bad. 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 There are way worse coming out even today. There, it's it's there's a couple not oh, great spots. There's a couple sure. not great spots. Yeah, yeah it definitely yeah. reminds me of an age where I think I think I compared it in our chat was to Underwater because mm. that mm-hmm. was the most recent. B movie ass monster kind of sci fi movie, and we don't get a lot of low budget monster movies these and days. I haven't I think, seen I think, that yet. I, I think I the really, last uh... one was uh, I watched was like Barbarian, mm-hmm. which is you know outside of our purview for this podcast. But I think that was the last like lower budget like monster movie kind of thing. Yeah, and they don't really make them anymore. So this was nice to like cover. Mm-hmm. It's not perfect. But it's definitely B movie, and honestly, we don't get enough B movies. No, I mean, everybody's yeah. throwing three hundred thousand dollars behind these like blockbusters that no one really gives a shit about two weeks after they drop. You know? Yeah, not all of them. Clearly, you know, we we did have this like Barbenheimer phenomenon happen, but like, 
who give who who do you know who has even like wanted to see the flash or <laughs> blue beetle has anyone talked about blue beetle like in your surroundings you know what i mean like and this movie wasn't even very expensive for even for its day it was only about 30 million oh which is movies a, go which is a, like you know what that 30 million's on the screen considering what the sets makeup yeah uh bootleg cgi everything. practical effects are tight there's so many practical effects it's so good they're really absolutely good. I love I love the look. I love yeah. the weapon design. I love the mutants. Like everything about it is like ah. Oh. When, when it comes to the design for this uh, for this movie, if you have on one end your sort of Dan Bannon, uh, you know, alien chunky blocky design, and on the other end your Sid Mead, you know, slick Star yeah. Trek Next Generation design, this mm-hmm. falls right in the middle of it. I love yes. it. It's a great combination of the two. Mm-hmm. Um, the the parts of the ship that actually are lived in actually look kind of nice they have like you know brighter interiors more lived in uh the parts of the rest of the ship pretty much just looks like a container ship like it's <laughs> it's very raw and industrial even um with the time effects on it it's just it's not it's very well done right yeah, yeah. no it's it's there's a logic to it and you know it doesn't really give you a great sense of where you are in the ship like they kind of have to tell you because a lot of it is just quarters and then here's a big open area it could have been. It could have been a very different movie. We'll get to when we start talking yeah. about like the plot one now. But it could have been a very different movie if he didn't have one character guiding him, which I felt was the weakest part of the film. Mm. Yeah, because would have been a much scarier experience if yeah. you were just kind of stuck in this giant ant again, like Tatsunia. You're in this giant mega structure, and, and it, you his, kind of don't know where you're going. And his being there kind of telegraphs a thing, you know. Yeah, it's yeah. there's. It it misses a, a few uh, reveals, we'll we'll say. You know, <laughs> it, it does a couple of the things where, like, I, I think I've mentioned this before. To me, a good mystery has like all of the parts in front of you. You just don't know necessarily how they go together. This one kind of beats that over the head, though. Yeah, this one doesn't. It withholds a lot, or like, it, and it's it doesn't really. It's it's you're supposed to be surprised by things, but I just yeah. Was, well, I, f- I found I thought there's a problem with, with the pacing of it because it's it's very frenetic and it, it's action 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 things happen and then there's a pause and then they give you a lot of exposition and mm-hmm. I'm still recovering from what just happened. <laughs> yeah. I mean it's really well done and I'm like right. still mentally recovering from the thing they just did and I missed a, a detail of this or that that's going to be important later and right. they do that too many times and by the end yeah. of it I felt frustrated. I'll say too, um, you know, history in this movie. I went and saw it in the theater 2009 when it was out. I think weekend opening weekend maybe the weekend after. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember leaving the theater not liking it. Like mm-hmm. I, I wanted to like it really bad, but on a poem reflection, I was like, no, nah, I did not like it. Uh, after this rewatch, I liked it more. I, I, I guess, well, it, it was a little easier um, following some of the plot the second time through, obviously. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, it, it's, it, I definitely liked it more the second watch through, but I remember the first time not liking it. And I think pacing and, and uh, exposition was, was part of the issue. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I saw it way back then, too. I'm not sure if I saw it in a theater. I think I might have rented it on DVD or I might have been working in a video store when it came out. And I remember watching it then. And I remember being like, ah, that's fine. And then I yeah. kind of like forgot about it until like we started these discussions. And I was like, you know, I'd really like to kind of give that one a peep again. I think it, I have some things to say that would definitely kind of stitch into, you know, our topics in general. Oh, yeah. And I... <laughs> I forgot a, there were a whole shit ton of other characters in the movie. I literally, yeah. all I remembered from it was like Dennis Quaid and Ben Foster the whole exactly. time. Exactly. That's wild to me because well, like, they both I, do really well in it. Uh, but yeah. the other characters, I'm surprised I forgot about them because they were also very strong. Yeah, and they were, were a major part of the film. 
Yeah, I, I, yeah, I thought that was wild. Where you like they, they weren't forgettable. That's what was surprised. Like I forgot yeah, straight them. up like they forgot these not characters. Yeah, totally memory hold them. Yeah, absolutely. Huh. And I, I think a lot of it is like uh, Foster's great in this. He's he's actually he carries the film. Um, it's uh-huh. very much like a uh, Guy Pierce in that uh, weird space prison movie. Mm, like yeah. that movie sucks, but he's so fucking fun in it. Like you just roll with it. Lockdown. Um, lockdown. Thank you. Yeah. Ugh. This, yeah, no, it's not a good movie, but he's uh, having a blast. Yes. He is having a fucking blast in that movie. It's like Anthony Hopkins in that Transformers movie he was in. That movie's dog shit, but he is just like, <laughs> I got paid, bitches. Let's go. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> I, I can I dig that. That's funny. But um, no, no, Foster's really good in this. I had seen him in a few other things, um, like a Western. I think he was in like 310 to Yuma, I want to say. Yeah, he was uh, Johnny Prince in 310 to Yuma. Per, uh, and, excellent performance. He's fantastic in that movie. And, and I was just like, damn, man, this guy's really going to blow up. And then where's he been? Like, that, yeah. he should be like, I don't know, man. He, he seems like he's got that energy. He can do, he, he was kind of like a, I don't know, like, like, like a proto Gosling, you know, <laughs> like he, he yeah. had this kind of vibe to him and stuff. And he was very, he could be unpredictable. He could play, he had range. And I was just like, yeah, I don't know, whatever happened to that cat. Anyhow. He's really good and he's very strong, like from his first appearance. Like, the very first thing he does is like react to something, and it's like, yeah, I'd be about the same, you know, that's <laughs> totally relatable. Um, oh, anyway, I let's... just learned something. Um, actually, you know what? Nah, it doesn't matter, but what? Well, no, you can't do that. Oh, yeah. all right, fine. Ben Foster and uh, the actress who played Nad- Nadia, yeah, uh, and Jatrao, who we'll talk about uh, later, they were in a relationship till 2010, they met during that this movie yeah. hell yeah right on yeah. man yeah. <laughs> yeah they got chemistry on screen you can tell that they do yeah they do yeah you can tell they vibe and he's um, into uh transcendental meditation okay mm-hmm. all right yeah. wow can't wait for his cult anyway um <laughs> i mean honestly with the fucking mutton chops and beard he's he's rocking i could see that yeah no, <laughs> anyway we get a star wars ass opening to this film yeah they do the dates thing yeah which, this doesn't land for me at all it's really it's not it's a, great. it's a bit of a, a long intro with uh, uh dates and storytelling yeah because they imagine, had lots to get through yeah. considering what's going to happen after all these dumb fucking all these words mm-hmm. um it would have been a far more jarring and better film if they just opened with him just freaking the fuck out in a pie and a pod you think they're i'm gonna talk okay everything i'm about yeah. to read to you know, off my notes yeah they could have skipped um <laughs> Now, here's the thing. Now, I'm not against, like, text at the beginning of a film by any stretch of the imagination. Like, sometimes it's really cool. Sometimes it really does add, it gets you caught up. It gets the, the viewer caught up. So you're like, ah, oh, these are the stakes. Cool. Yeah, fuck. yeah. And you can do this well. in media res stuff and you run with it. Just you know, four pages. To do too much. Four pages of text. Oh, my God, man. Like, it's, they do this, like, they do a text intro. Then they do this, like, weird flashback moment where it, like, mm-hmm. everybody's fucked. And then they cut. You know, and it's like, you could have just, anyway. So it's you like, could... <laughs> it's like 1969, uh, the, the, there's a moon landing. Yeah, so we need to go back that far. And then it's like 300 something billion people, okay? Then it goes 2009. Oh, the year this movie comes out. Kepler uh, sees something and it, the population 6 billion something. Whatever. Earth-like planets. Right. Yeah. 2153. That's a huge fucking jump. That's like uh-huh. 150 fucking years, uh-huh. all right? Now, this is important, <laughs> okay? Like that, it's not that far, but also pretty far. Um, Paleo seventeen probe lands on planet Tanis, population twenty four point thirty four billion. So, like, I think there'd have been more people given the rate of growth. Anyway, 
2174, like 19 years later, battle for limited resources reaches a boiling point. The Elysium is launched. Now, I can't, they don't give you like a, a count there or anything, but I don't think it's going to take to 2174 for there to be a battle of fucking limited resources. We're doing it <laughs> literally in 2023. Like, it's yeah, I was going to say, the resource right wars now. are going to start way earlier than that. Also, like, this film tried to tries to emphasize that overpopulation is the reason this shit happened. Okay, there's gonna be a lot. Places. Yeah, there's gonna be a lot of little libertarian things that like, is, pop up in this fucking which, movie. Yeah, I was gonna say, which isn't. That's not what's gonna do it. Trust no. me. Yeah. Without, without uh, talking about birth rates, there's gonna be a lot of libertarian uh, ideology. Right. There, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, yeah, so, yeah. Uh, outside note, the re the reason why they picked that 2173 is because uh, Event Horizon takes place in 2073, and this is supposed to take place 100 years after they realized. Faster than light travel is not a good idea. Let's just do it the old-fashioned way. That's funny. All right. All right. Fine. Okay. Points movie. Um, I guess. So then it, they, in the lower corner of the screen, they have this ship that basically looks like a big random spiral. Like like Unicron stretched out and tiny. Yeah, it's like a yeah. tiny spindle in the middle and like a bunch of rings outside. And it really is like a like a Sid Mead-esque design, not dissimilar yeah. from the, the space station in, in 2001 Space Odyssey. Yeah, it's or, not or, like a, yeah. It's, it's not like a Nostromo. It's, no. It's, it's a little thinner it's, with these rings. And it's kind of sleek looking a little bit, but it's like spirally. And it's huge. You know? It's like impossibly big. Yeah. That's it, it looks <laughs> impossible to enter a planet's gravity. Let me just yes. put that up front. Yeah, it doesn't it's not landing. This isn't <laughs> No, this was never land. this was never meant to to reach atmosphere. This was built <clears> in <throat> space and was meant to stay there and that mm. might come up later. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> and so the, you get this camera start from the rear and it kind of gives you the the whole like loving you know, like the motion Star Trek motion picture where they accept it isn't 10 minutes long. So like the camera goes like around the ship and it takes you and the whole time you're hearing this audio and it's all these different languages and they're all kind of like starting in a different language stopping and another one picks up. And as you get around to it, the camera does that crazy fun CGI thing of where it goes through the window into the room, which was like so <sighs> fucking wild at the time. You know, yeah. there's like holographic screens that look really good and everything. And then they finally, uh, it's it turns out it's it's Earth's final transmission because apparently you get twenty four point thirty four billion people on it and it just flies apart. Yeah. <laughs> That's the dickest move about it, is they rated them say, Hey, we're all gone. Not gonna tell you how. Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> it's not even like a person speaking, it's like all automated voices in every language. And yeah, it's just it, like, Earth is gone, good luck, Godspeed, and that's it, it. You know, I wish it were more robotic or less robotic. Because yes, the, the they did read, a weird middle ground. The line read is like, you're all that's left of us, good luck and Godspeed. And he's so deadpan about it. Like, <laughs> I think I'd be panicking. Which, which prompted me to suggest, how do we know that the Earth didn't just get 60,000 of the worst people and pack them into a ship and send them off and completely ghost them? <laughs> See, that's my headcanon now. Yeah, yeah, no. Every, <laughs> that makes this movie so much better. In our personal chats, you were saying it's like whatever they get, they just put every blue check mark on yeah. the fucking ship, and then about sixty thousand. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. They just launch into fucking space, and it's like, yeah, all right. Uh, oh, guys, yeah. we're gone here. Good luck. Oh man, Elon oh, Musk man. is just the king of the mutants. <laughs> yeah, my 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 microphone isn't working. <laughs> <laughs> that'll that'll come up later. Uh, anyway, so oh, then we get this hard cut to Bauer. Who's just start in, the movie that way. You should have just started the movie. Should have just with started with him coming awake, suspended in the middle of this scene. scene. 
and he panics like a motherfucker. So and good. It's so good. It's and so it's, good. Like he's covered in this like weird paraffin. I love no, the no, second no, sir. skin. That is actual dead skin. I figured it was going to be one or the other. I didn't yeah. know if it, they were going to spray a protective thing around him or because all their nails are a little longer and stuff. I thought it was like a latex suit so for, the, yeah. for the pod. But then when, right. I, when I saw some of the um, the uh, documentation on the movie, yeah, that's supposed to be like five or ten, you know, 20 Probably layers many. of dead skin. <clears throat> Dope. That makes it better. Yeah, yeah it's it great really effects. gross. Like, really it's gross. Re- I don't know if yeah. you've ever been in grade school and started picking a scab on your hand, and then your whole hand turns into this, like this whole like mm-hmm. one layer of skin peeled off of it. Yeah, he did that on his whole fucking body. First thing he does <laughs> when he wakes up, pulls out a massive like, set of cords that are stuck oh, up his arm. Yeah. It's that was so good, it, dude. It's so far up his arm. Mm. These are big. <laughs> this cord is huge, and he does it like it's... a band aid. Oh, yeah, and he just pulls this fucking long, thick ass cord out of his fucking like arm. You could see it. They, the effect was good. It aged well. It was good. It made yeah. me tingle in my funny. Place, yeah, it's, so it was... yeah. It, it's such a good. You should have started the movie with it. It's yeah. such a strong scene of just horror and panic. And he's like screaming and panting for a minute. Like, I, it, it doesn't do that thing that I think like the Matrix and a few other things do, where like he takes his breathing mask off and there's like this pipe that goes down his throat kind no, of thing. They didn't do that mercifully because no, that just gets it in dead. your body <laughs> but yeah no th- but then he pulls out these two things that are like it, yeah fucking there's t- your there's dehumidifier st- in your basement has a tube about as thick as one of these things yeah. you know what i mean it's, like, really, it's just all the really way really up well done. Yeah, yeah it's really it was practical effects yes fucking greatness yeah yeah let's see what else oh, I love yeah. and then we catch a, a view of his tattoo on his arm so everybody in the mission's got a, a tattoo on their arm that says what their position is and um he's a flight crew and and what what flight crew he is is flight crew number five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this and will begin to matter less and less. Yes, <laughs> as the film goes on. But right now, it's like he doesn't know anything. He barely knows who he is. Like everything, kind mm-hmm. of. You get the sense everything's kind of slowly coming back to him. He's got those weird Michael Bean shaky hands. Yeah, from the abyss. So you know something's up. And like goes to his locker. He he, he puts on a um puts on a jumpsuit and he realizes right inside the locker is printed instructions on hypersleep sick. This mm-hmm. may cause amnesia. It's like a bunch of stretches. It's like here, do yoga. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck out of here. I don't get it. Make sure you're hydrated. I you just might yanked not... like fucking irrigation equipment out of my arm. Um, I think that's the scariest part of this film. Honestly, is that you just wake up in a fucking pod. You have all of these plugs in you, and you don't even like you don't even know your own name yet. Mm-hmm. Like. You have this is you like know a, how to read though. Yeah, this is like he looked at his and he was like, "Oh yeah, my name's I guess my name's Bauer." Yeah, like this is like a second birth, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, oh he, yeah, you have no fucking idea what's happening. And he also he realizes does, that everything's dark. There's a yeah. thick layer of dust on everything, and uh, and I think we get one of the first. Po- there's a power surges. We, we realize that he mm-hmm. was awakened by one of these weird power surges. Mm-hmm. Yep, like that's going throughout the whole ship. Yeah, yeah, and, and it's like he seems to be alone and nothing's working. He's like mashing buttons and putting dust off of them. The whole nine, there's nothing's And working. I love the design of these things. Yeah. Like Again, yeah. Looks, really solid looking. Yeah. Like, man, mm-hmm. very industrial, but still a little bit of panache, you know, like, but not too much. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. It's a good balance. Sen- it looks sensible. Yeah. <laughs> so imagine then, like uh, Event Horizon, and then imagine Star Trek, and then like, the, like it's, again. It's, it's smooth the edges. Yeah. yeah it's kind of right in the middle. middle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is, it is really, you know, and, and then um, he tries to wake up Peyton and then he goes and he's just yelling at it. And he's as we've established, just on the, freaking the, the fuck out. Well, like when like he was screaming, like the pole, th- these things are soundproof, right? 
Yeah. Which makes something that happens later really fucking dumb. No mm. sense whatsoever. But uh, anyway, so he, yeah, apparently he's pounding on it and he's, it's not waking him up, right? And then he, he gets a, one of the first products we see in this movie that I would like to personally own, which is a laser razor. <laughs> yeah. I know, I put that in my notes too, holy shit. I would like. I too would like a laser razor. He's just dragging this thing right over his face. It's slicing all the, the growth oh. off. No, it's just it's like electrolyte. It's just taking yeah. it right the fuck off. Yeah, it would make my me, it would make my life so much easier. Oh my god, <laughs> I would be hairless finally. I would be just fulfill my noho Hank. You know, and then he's like, he's halfway done shaving his face when there's another power surge, and you know, Pey- Peyton wakes up. The other pod opens up, and he, he falls out too. His dead is quick. Yeah, he doesn't have a problem as much as uh, Foster did. Foster acts the fuck out of the scene. Dude, just like, he, he's ejected out. Like, yeah. he had to, Ben Foster, uh, Bauer had to disconnect himself and then fall to the base of the pod. This thing just opens up and spits out fucking Dennis yeah. Wade. Like, here, here, here you go. Yeah, the bit he detached from, like, moved forward, like, some, yeah. like, he fucking spat him out. And I'm like, oh, good effect, because they did that in real life. That wasn't, like... That was an act. He was actually wired to that and then just moved forward and pfft, dropped his ass. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, ah, oh, good. Practical he, effects. Good. He has like yes. a much easier time of it. You know, he's like a little panicked, but he's well, really he has not someone selling there it. with him. Like, that's well, the other thing. He had a, a, a lieutenant's pod, you know, mm-hmm. so the lieutenants, they get the, the easy down. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's see, the corporal's yeah. pod that yeah, drops over right. your ass. Oh, okay. Frequent flyer miles will get you that. Yeah. Fucking commit. <laughs> fucking command. Yeah, so they yeah, so get to know each other a little bit. Lieutenant Peyton, yeah, they get to know each other a little bit poorly because no one remembers shit. No, it's no. like it's like he has to kind of just accept that this is who he is, like mm-hmm. immediately. Where it's like, okay, yeah, it's Lieutenant Peyton, right? Yeah, and who are you? It's like I have Corporal what? What the fuck? Bauer. 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 Yeah, it's like, oh, okay. Where are we? I don't know. <laughs> right. And, he, and then they like kind of uh, Peyton goes and he sits in the captain's chair and he immediately pops like open a panel. And he starts cranking a generator, which is my second favorite it. thing in this movie. Because this, yeah. yeah, there's a few of these. Uh, yeah, they make real good use of the hand dynamo as like an emergency um, power generation. It's just I love really, it. really yeah. brilliant stroke to the design. Because it's not just in this more. panel; it's in a couple other things. Yeah, it's in a few things, and it makes a lot of sense for something that's meant to like last as long as this mm-hmm. fucking ship did. Which makes me wonder why we don't have that like in real life today. And I'm like, oh yeah, because we won't invent like better fucking batteries. No, but you can <laughs> also subscribe for this service that'll shut off if you miss a payment. <laughs> yeah. I have a I have a radio over here with one of these crank dynamos on. It's fucking great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's just it's sensible, right? It's sensible. It's a thing that you're gonna you you would need in case like there's a system wide failure of something. You can at least activate this unit without the whole thing being routed say through the touchscreen of a Tesla, <laughs> which is exactly um, what they did. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So this yeah. is good shit. Crank generators rock, and then well, you find out basically that's kind of the, also the the other thing throughout the uh, course of this is like I get some major like. Tesla in space vibes from a lot of the, a lot of the equipment and a lot of the uh, design for the uniforms and stuff. Some of it, a little bit, but I mean, a little. It looks more naval. I, than I really didn't else. get any Musk vibes from this whatsoever, other than like the overall idea of like populating another world. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, because he would never have come up with these generator like dynamo things. You no, know what too- I mean? Like, <laughs> oh god. Everything like everything's you can turn very your epic. horn into a fart on his car. Why are we taking him seriously? Like it's everything is both like high tech in this movie, but also like practical to 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 just low tech. Like that's because kind of, everything is yeah. rhyming and gross, and yeah. like it, it, it again, it has some spatterings of like like 
particularly advanced technology. We'll get to the fucking radio when it's when a mm. little bit. Yeah, I have, I have notes. Yeah, of how dumb that is compared to like literally everything else in the film. See, that's the Star Trek shit they're trying. Yeah, <laughs> and it doesn't really fit with this like kind of grungy practical tech. And it doesn't seem to have very good like touch controls. No. Like, could you mute it? You know, like at least Star Trek had the you touch it, you get the chirp, and then fucking hey, what's up, man? I'm like, oh, okay. You know, we figured out like the whole like you know earpiece for talking thing in like the 80s. Mm -hmm. Like we 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 have bone conduction. Yeah. Like I don't know. So anyway, Bauer decides to go crawling. Yes, because they got yeah, the panel they, up. Well, what, they figure out that. Well, first of all, it, it's not the bridge they're on. They're on like a, a hyper uh, hypersleep chamber. Um, flight that crew segment. Yeah, it's right a flight crew segment that rotates into the bridge when it's their turn because they they switch out crews every two years apparently, which means they mm-hmm. had like fifty some crews on a hundred year voyage. Seems like overkill, but that's the point, I guess. So they don't go crazy. They only have like a two year stint, and they're like, "Oh, well, the other crew is supposed to be here to pick up, wake us up. What happened? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know." And they yeah. figure out if we go through the duct here, you can get to the other side and you can open the door from the other side. Mm-hmm. Um, so he crawls up in the ducts, which are filled with pipes, which I think are filled with more ducts. There's <laughs> there's a lot of greasy pipes a lot of greasy uh, throughout pipes. the whole so film. Many, so many wire cablings. It's sweaty, sweaty pipes. It's, it's, it's very like anim, anime by way of Geiger. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's Tetsuo Nihe. Like It's yeah. literally just like big industrial, like endless, endless wire conduits. And and like while they're they're and they're chatting the whole time with this stupid fucking communicator and Call it's radio, basically yeah. communicator yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, it's what you know and they're like hey can you hear me and it, you know it comes across as like being really loud like you can hear some reverb but at the same time he has like crap he doesn't even have a flashlight it, again the whole low t- practical low tech thing he has mm-hmm. fucking like big Gigantic industrial glow like glow yeah. sticks twelve inch glow sticks that they're just incredible. like incredible drop off. One. They do a couple of cool things with them too. So yeah. I was like, all right, nice. Um, but uh, anyway, Bauer's starting to get claustrophobic. So fucking Peyton cracks like a joke. And then Looney Tunes physics. I love this moment. <laughs> I do too. Yeah. It is, it's really dumb, but I, I'm like, ah. I don't know. I could see it happening when you're like, because this no, happens no, when you're it's under. It's the way it happens. No, because this happens when happens. you're like in a cave. Like this, ha- this happens to cavers. He ah. says. He realizes that that he's at an Bowers like I'm I'm at an angle I'm at an angle, and only then does he fall and slide down yeah. this fucking t- tube. And it's just like, but he wasn't moving. No, you know I mean? he, when he, he was starting stopped. to get scary, the the pipes got greasier. And yeah, <laughs> popped him right out. He yeah. didn't get all of his uh, fake all of his uh, fucking dead skin off. And it, no, just, no. <laughs> he doesn't even notice until like his spit and sweat. Like, there's a lot of fluids in this movie. Yeah, um, yeah. His he doesn't even notice until like his spit starts moving in a way that means he's like yeah at a downward angle. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> oh, this, I, is, this is bad. Yeah, I'm like, all right, this happens to like cavers when you're like in a pitch black environment, like cramped. Wouldn't know. Wouldn't ever be. We'll in that never situation. know. No, never gonna. <laughs> not gonna do it. Um. Yeah. Are you gonna make a run for the bunker? No. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. stand in front of the nuclear device. <laughs> So he ends up falling down like he slides and slides and slides, 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 shafts down a shaft should have probably killed him considering how he lands. Yeah, it, it, it somehow does not break his neck, although no. it broke the neck of the other guy from yeah. the third pod, which was empty. And cool. you got his moldering corpse down there. Oh, this is the scene, too, where he he has no hands free, but he drops mm-hmm. the glow stick next to his head and then he bites it. Kids yeah, it gets caught at in the home. Grate. Don't mm-hmm. ever bite a glow stick. Don't. Don't. Yeah. 
Everybody he's using it as an appendage to bend it so that it will light up. He's yeah. not trying to chew through it. It's yeah. still not a great idea. Don't do it, though. Right. <laughs> it's it's not smart. So, cause, Public yeah, service cause announcement. His death would have been extra funny, though, because he's like upside down and then we just had glow stick fluid all over him. And, you know, that yeah. would have been embarrassing. Cut back to Dennis Quaid being like, what's taking him so long? Mm-hmm. I can hear him breathing. Like, yeah. <laughs> He says that. He's like, I can hear you breathing. And dude's like, just, and I'm like, Ben, just stay busy. Yeah. <laughs> just say it. And then he manages, you know, to get his arms around and he embraces himself and releases a latch and falls through a hatch. This was, then... the, this was a point, too, where I'm like, this scene would have been a lot more terrifying. Because again, I think um, Peyton, the char- Peyton's character is like the weakest part of this film. Because mm-hmm. whenever we cut back to what goes on with him, which, you know, his whole plot it takes me out of what's happening in the rest of the film a little bit because the yeah. cuts are a little erupt. Mm-hmm. And with this, these scenes with him like crawling around the vents and being in this big, cold, empty ship would have been a lot scarier if he was just didn't have a little earpiece with his bud telling him mm-hmm. where to go. Sure. It would have been a lot more claustrophobic I think there are films that are like that where it's just you in a big, well, cold space. See, I'll say this much. The, it allowed him to navigate because Peyton was directing him. This wasn't mm-hmm. as dumb as say Prometheus where they have a little floaty <laughs> thing that actually maps the entire entrance of yes. this gigantic structure to the point where if you're following along with it, you know precisely where you are and they still got yeah, lost. That took- yeah, yeah, no, that takes you out of it real quick. But this year, at least he was like, hey, make a left here, you know, and I'm like, all right, that's cool. You know, like that, that's enough. I just wish he had an earbud. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's my really only note. I, you know, also the like it's about I'd say it's Bluetooth regardless because it's really unreliable. Hmm. Yeah, it cuts out a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's, that's it's the other not- thing. It's like, uh, does does it work in the ship or does it not work in the ship? Who designed this? The lowest bidder, obviously. But uh right uh, and then a lot of the stuff too like later i think we can go ahead and, and reveal like the, the ship's been there for longer so a lot of the stuff maybe isn't working a lot of these systems mm-hmm. aren't they're up to par uh yeah. so you can kind of explain it away but at the same time it is just kind of like what what does this was this even could you, you just done this sure a little but, more quietly right. it was just poorly designed so he wakes up in like a boot he, he falls literally out of like a boot locker yeah it's full of boots and he's trying to talk to Peyton the whole time. Now, this is when they lose contact, just because he was in a boot locker. He's no longer in the ventilation system. <laughs> he's he's now in, a, you know, a part of the ship where people would be. And now he can't talk to the family. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Tesla. Fucking Bluetooth. So he, come, he goes out and he sees movement. Mm-hmm. And like a dumbass, he follows it. Well, he's yelling also. Yeah, he is. He's trying to establish communication. No idea what's going on. Yeah, he sees like a lady trying to get into a locker, right? And he's like, hey. He's like, oh, you're not in trouble. I just want to talk. And she understandably books it. She's like, fuck you. I'm out. (laughs) Yo, I love this. I love this scene. He turns a corner and he just sees like a figure in the hallway. This is actually great. (laughs) Yeah, he's like, you know, telling us like, hello. Like, he's like, what are you deaf motherfucker? Like, he gets angry because I don't care if you're stealing. I just want to talk. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Then he yeah. gets angry because he's like, you know, obviously distressed. He's like, "What are you de- fucking deaf?" Mm-hmm. And then he sh- finally shines the fucking light on it, and it's just a fucked up corpse hanging yeah, half corpse. Of half for half. Yeah. It's like a disemboweled corpse hanging from a rope in the middle of the hallway. Oh, it's not even a rope. It's like metal wire. Yeah. Uh, it's oh, it's like a up. cable. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a cable around its neck, and this guy is like so dead. And it's pretty desiccated. Yeah, it's old. Yeah, it's been there a minute. I'm getting a helicopter. I don't know if you can hear it. Nah. Anyway, so 
<laughs> so it's like a ha- so it's like a corpse trap because right. It's like... So he like w- walks up to it and uh, homegirl just cold cocks him and beats the living fuck out of him. Yeah, and, and it's tries to steal his shoes. Yeah. Yes, this character is Nadia, played by Andrzej Trau, who is in many a German language film and it was in the uh, Netflix wonderful Netflix time travel series Dark. Dark. Nice. Yeah, she's actually really good in this. Yeah, um, this is her first English-speaking uh, role. Yeah, she she's great. She's very practical. Yes, she, she has her own fucking agenda. Um, she, she beats the shit out of him at least twice. Yeah, she's so got a knife at his throat, and she's like whispering, "Take off your shoes." Mm-hmm. He's like, "What? Give me your shoes." Well, here's the thing. I wasn't even on the second time I watched that. I wasn't sure why she was asking that. I was wondering because he just fell out of a fucking boot locker. Why he didn't just be like, just go up the street, you know, like you know, literally two doors down. Like there's a whole pile. Yeah, of I mean, she's got like uh, she's she, her feet are wrapped, I guess, in like leather straps or cloth or something. So yeah, she's pulling thought, a uh, she's pulling okay. a South Baltimore and taking his shoes off him. Well, I thought. <laughs> I actually even the second time I watched it, I was just like, she's she wants him to be quiet. Because these yeah, things maybe. are like that would have been really too good nice. You know what I mean? <laughs> She's like parkouring it too a lot in this film. Yeah, I think that's like a big part of her character survival during this yeah. whole time is her ability to just like move. She you know, moves. 2009 parkour was huge, and um, mm-hmm. the the hunters later they're also they're contortionists who know parkour. That's why they don't look yes. like humans. <laughs> they're great. They're they amazing. Look fast they're like cool. they're they look inhuman they look do really they fast. even like consider the fact that they only eat people and they're like they wanted them to look thin but the mm-hmm. fact that they don't get a lot of healthy proteins right well but they're still go. like stronger than you yeah they're, i'm trying to think of like how I, they're kind of like the things from the descent oh my yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah but but not as like bad. uh yeah not as bad not as much like the the fucking weird fluke face guy from the x-files no. Like they, they look no, like they're space cannibals. They're space cannibals. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, space cannibals. Uh, Ghost of Mars did it terrible. Uh, yep. Uh, what you call it? Serenity did it pretty good. Uh, so, yeah. space cannibals. Yeah. Space just cannibals. look at like a fucking Biomega by Tetsuo Nihei and you'll get like a pretty good example of like fucked up biology. Yeah. And that's what these guys are. Yeah. I mean, cannibals is going to cannibal, but these guys are pale. You know, yeah, like pale, noseless. Uh, we see more mutants later in the film. Yeah, and anyway, we'll get to it. Um... <laughs> so the corpse, like, she's kicking the shit out of him. She's stealing his fucking Jordans, and and then there's this blue light. Yeah, then there's like a blue light down the hallway, and then the corpse just zips up the fucking ceiling because it was on like a winch, mm-hmm. and she just books it. And, yeah, there's yeah, just, he like, just turns m- around and she's gone. Sounds. Yeah, yeah, she's gone. Like, yeah, there's no even. You don't even hear her. She's just out. He's like, what's that? And he turns around, she's gone. Um, so there's monster sounds, they're slurping, and then Bauer fucking books it, man. Like he's he sees the pale slammy thing that's like haunting him. Um, yeah, like he hears he's... something coming, and it's a really good moment where like you see like the camera's on him, the camera's on him, and then he just like he decides and boom, he turns around mm-hmm. and books it. Yeah, and he goes right back to where he came from. He goes yep. back to that fucking uh, up upstairs uh boot locker thing. Closes it, and that's when the fucking radio decides to start working again. Because again, I don't know what the because fuck there's is one of the hunter things inside of his, inside of the room looking for him. So of course the radio is going to work again. Oh Absolutely. yeah, he has right. to do the video game thing, which is hide in a locker till it goes away. Mm-hmm. And also, <laughs> when he fell out, uh, Cooper's body fell with him. Like yes, oh uh, yeah, didn't the, fall the corpse the that out. was up the in, the, in the vents, right? The, the thing. So anyway, I, 
he's got his hand over it, which apparently is enough to completely mute it because <laughs> you can't turn it off apparently because it's fucking must probably made it. And it's like making, it, it made noise one time, but this thing has a blade and it also had these like really cool blue jet torches that apparently they yeah, have like a, a little fuel. plasma torch that they've got on top of a, a, a spear. It's pretty cool. It's yeah. Really well thought out. And that's, what's causing these really creepy blue lights. Yeah. And this is where we first get the, the good look at one of these creatures. Uh, yeah. One of the things that they do to make these creatures look even more scary that I think is a little bit overused when they do the stop motion photography. It's not like terrible, shaky, mm-hmm. like, you know, but they do it a little bit to do speed. And mm-hmm. they like it gets a little frame. by the end. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It gets a little old by the end of the movie. Um, it's pretty cool up at first and really makes them feel terrifying. But I think it's a bit overused by the end of the film. Yeah, and this is definitely one of those instances mm-hmm. where like holding back uh, is even such a trope. But like it might have served this a little better. If we didn't exactly know everything, like every what one looks like in full, sure. But they look amazing. No, that's, they look great. <laughs> like, they look that's, great. That's, it's just that that's they, the thing. It's like they kind of they, they look incredible. How can you not like? And they're never not threatening. No, they're mm. scary as fuck. Yeah, they're they're pretty bad. They're it's fucked up great. looking. They're they're not great. And then this 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 leads to my, maybe my favorite part of the movie, where like the, the thing goes away and like. Bauer just has like a moment where he's like, there's no procedure for this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's just, yeah, yeah, yeah. loses no. it and then like accepts it. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the thing like drags away the other corpse, right? Yeah, it goes and eats Cooper. And he's yeah. just horrified. He is horrified. Isn't this where we learn he had like a wife? Oh, yes. Uh, so he's got, this is where Bauer, like he's talking to Peyton and he describes, he's like, listen, you don't understand. This isn't the other crew. These are non-human. These aren't, I don't know what these are. These are yeah. fucking creatures, you know? And then he lets him know that, like, Peyton lets him know back. He, he tempers his expectations. He's like, listen, look, we're not out here, you know, scanning a mine, uh, an asteroid field. You know, we're not, we're not, like, collecting biologics. You know, we're not uh, transporting anything anywhere. We are the cargo, you know? Like, they set us out, and we are it. This is, we were the point of this ship, you know, basically. And that kind of, like, Bauer has the flashback then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he starts, he's, he's a little kid. It's like 20 years ago and, or, you know, when 20 years ago in his biological yeah, He gets life. a big chunk of his memory back. Oh, and we should say too, right at the very beginning, before he wakes up in horror, he's having a flashback like of his, his beautiful wife, this like mm-hmm. blonde haired lady on soft focus, white sheets uh, oh, yeah. before he like has snapped into his horrific existence now. And this is another big chunk of his memory that he gets back where he sees himself as a kid when they first found the planet. Mm-hmm. It's kind of it's it's a little weird because they show like the Tannis probe, but it's like from a third person. So it's like, did they send down a camera to watch? No, you know what? That the Mars probe does that, too. And it photoshops out the arm. Ah, it's pretty neat. Or or if it doesn't photoshop out the arm, it's just not in the angle because it reaches around so much. So like, yeah, yeah, it's mm -hmm. a selfie arm. Okay, that explains. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty yeah. cool. Like, they, I really like, dug that. They, they find, like, the, this habitat, and, like, the first thing they're thinking is, great, let's just get up there so we can ruin it as fast as we can. Yeah. And it's like, there's life on this planet. Look at these plants. Look at this. There's a Here's a place where you can, you know, make a shelter. And yeah, there's oxygen. Stuff. There's, like, an, a biosphere. Like, it's an, it's, Earth, a cool moment. it's an Earth planet. I really dug this moment. Like, I thought this was cool that they put that in there. You know? Yeah. I, it's, I just wish it had like leaned harder into the circumstances. I think by keeping the disaster that vague, you know, like what is causing this problem? What is destroying the earth? Why? Yeah, especially when we get it later of like, you yeah. Know. Anyway, <laughs> so yeah, he's remembering that. And then he's starting to remember his wife again, presumably. And um, 
then uh, Bauer finds a non-lethal riot gun, which is admittedly pretty fucking cool. Yeah, he opens his cabinet and it's like uh, non-lethal anti-riot guns. And I'm just thinking like, can we look for the cabinet? with the very lethal riot guns and CS gas and all the shit that they're going to nope. bring up there. Cause right. you know, they're going to bring that shit. Nope. Generational ship. Every, every life it has value. We can't mm. fucking kill anybody except with close range, apparently. Cause this thing fucking mulches someone's head later. Mm. What do you and think rubber a, bullets are for? Well, it's a, it's a, it's also a hand dynamo powered power glove. Yeah. yeah That's another cool <laughs> yeah, spot. Yeah. It's a, it fires like kinetic force. Like he, in a, fact, he has to use a hand, uh, dynamo to open the weapon in the first place uh-huh. and then when he puts it over his arm it like scans his his tattoo and, and it knows like, oh, who yeah. he is right <clears throat> so like only certain crew members are you know authorized to use these guns so it, it has a little bit of that going on which is kind of nice yeah i like the design of the gun of the, of the power glove i did too like i i, I like it's the a cool prop it's a dead space ass weapon <laughs> like it's it's pretty fun yeah so um, isn't this yeah. when they start talking about like the the bullshit disease? Yes. This is when they start talking about Pandorum, and I, I just want to say this is very uh, ableist. Okay, the proper terminology is orbital dysfunction syndrome. So uh, you know, Pandorum's so, a little bit of a slur. Uh, it's so like, man, if we, if Pandorum was real, we would have known about it not during space travel, but when they put my uncle on a fucking submarine. Right. <laughs> like, I mean, on. again, this this harkens back to like Michael Bean's uh, performance in The Abyss, where you know he's getting that kind of like depressurization, pressurization, derangement, whatever. And like, this is kind of really leaning on that a bit, a bit. Except it's supposed to be like space disease. Mm-hmm. Like, so the si- the science behind it is that the the Earth itself has a vibration that we all feel, but are you know ignorant of. And apparently, when you get above that. You know, contact with the earth, even if you're in the ocean. But if you get like off of earth for long enough, mm-hmm. it can have effects on you. There's been like mm-hmm. Russian cosmonaut studies and like astronaut mm-hmm. studies that like increased anxiety, a, a lot of different things. It was neat. I looked into it. So there's some oh, yeah. small basis for it. Who knows yeah. if like the further away you get from earth, the more mad you go. I mean, that's very, huh. you know, that actually 40 K, but yeah, I was going to say that actually explains something for more hammer 40 K about like void born. <laughs> people who are born in space and why they're so fucking weird. Yeah. Okay. Well, all right. Well, that makes sense. I mean, there, there's also all those weird studies that went down with those twins where the one stayed on Earth, the other one didn't. Yeah. For like a year. Yeah. Shit yeah. Fucked him up. The astronaut twins, yeah. Yeah, weird shit occurred in his body, like, on a deep biological scale. Yeah. It's like, they're not twins anymore. You know, like... <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> Turns out anyway, space real bad for you. Yeah, so they're waxing nostalgic about Pandorum and, and how... Uh, it's really fucking... Called the it's, it's not shit. Great. Yeah, no, it's yeah. not great. Then this He's like, why would you nuts. remember that of all things? So, yeah. oh, I love that line. It's so bad. Because I don't it's remember, a like a, yeah. I remember yeah. a cheesesteak or something. You know what I mean? Honestly. <laughs> I don't think I would just be like, oh, fuck, plot point. Let me remember a plot point real quick. That's the most you thing you've ever fucking said. I, I could totally see you crawling out of a fucking cryo bottle. The first thing is fuck I watch cheesesteak. <laughs> or like poutine or something. Like I would want something with like gravy or just You would remember nothing else. Sauce. Or, yeah, you know? he, so maybe he would have remembered like an actual shotgun. Or... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that there were other weapons that didn't look like power gloves with hand down on his arm. You know, oh like, yeah, god. Oh, anywho. <laughs> th- there's, then he, he, he regales him with the, he's like, oh, do you remember the Eden ship? And he's like, why are you still talking about this? And he's like, well, it's because it's <laughs> This guy, he, he gets the space derangement syndrome, and he decides the only thing to do 
is to eject every all five thousand people on the ship into space. Yeah, and you get like, this amazing shot of the ship, yeah. and then all the stuff flies out, and that was a good piece of CG. Uh, it's, really a pl- it's a little Event Horizony because the idea is this dude lost his mind and thought there was like pure evil aboard the ship. And the yeah, only way to cleanse it that the ship like, was cursed. Yeah, yeah. fucking vent. Or like the guy at the end space. of Sunshine, more than anything. Yes, you know, yes. like that—that's the one that it really reminds me a lot of. And he—he he vents like way better. Vents five thousand pods. Yep. Yeah, and then here is a problem. So, as established at the beginning of the movie, you can't really fucking hear in or out of the pods. Now we have this guy that you see screaming like inside the ship, and you can hear him outside of the pod. And I'm like, all right, man, whatever, I'll give him that. But then they launch him into space, and the camera pans, and as he flies past you in a vacuum that does not fucking <laughs> carry sound um, very well, I'm, 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 or at a, all. Let me take a sip. Real quick. <laughs> yeah, because the next scene. Not only is the, the fucking pod soundproof, they're also in a vacuum. So you would doubly not hear anything. You know what I mean? Like, you couldn't make it more soundproof. <laughs> and it's this guy just... And I'm like, oh, that's one of the misses. <laughs> you could have just not... You could have just been quiet. And that would have been actually terrifying. <laughs> you know? There's like, some consistency issues here and there. I, that one... I don't know why that pulled me out. But, but yeah, I, I get it. So he he carries. But it was down. pretty horrifying. It was pretty horrifying. Yeah, right. scary, scary as shit. So he continues down the halls, and Bauer is being followed. And then he turns. A, he goes up one of the one of the bulkheads, and he's like in the exact same hallway. And he's like, "Wait, I've seen this before." Because there's another another dark silhouette. Yeah. So he goes a little bit forward. This time he actually shines a light on it, and holy shit, it's Sam Porter Bridges from Death Stranding. <laughs> <laughs> I literally did triple takes and I didn't even confirm it because like when the movie ended, I immediately took the dog. He's so young. This was this the minute Chris. he opens his mouth, you know who he is. Like he's a <laughs> very distinctive voice and yes. he, he, he's playing the the one one note that he hits, re, uh, not the one note, but he, he's playing a note that he hits extremely well, which is like panicked and mm-hmm. and going to get the fuck away from him. No, Norman yes. Reedus, like this is the early, like early 2000s to um like this was like his coming up. Right, he's this always is the dues. This is the salad days. Yeah, like he's had short roles in genre pieces for like quite mm-hmm. a few years before. Yeah, I think The Walking Dead was right, and uh, like you said, uh, Boondock Saints. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but Walking Dead's really where he took off to the point where he's like, I have a, I have a regular job now, and I can do whatever the fuck I want. Mm-hmm. But what he wanted was to make people watch him take shits in Death Stranding <laughs> while advertising his <laughs> AMC motorcycle show. Yeah, and sure, why not? They wanted to see him drink monster energy drink in the future. Yeah, they took that out in the director's cut of Death Stranding, unfortunately. But oh, it's not monster anymore. No, it's not monster. It's a Death Stranding brand. Uh, fine. Yeah, That's no, fine. it's fine. Yeah. Director's cut of Death Stranding, highly recommend. But he anyway, gets to talk to a virtual Conan O'Brien in that game. Yes, <laughs> you've arrived. An aged, an artificially aged Conan O'Brien who has partially lost his mind. I don't think his oh, wife is fantastic. alive in that, but he still refers to her. Oh, it's <clears throat> he's that's great. That's such a fun bit. Such a anyway. good game. Anyway, so fucking Daryl Dixon is he gets <laughs> he cuts him off of the cable because he's like hanging by like his armpits. They didn't wrap this mm-hmm. thing around his neck. He got in, in the trap. Yeah, yeah, and he's understandably freaking the fuck out. Mm-hmm. Uh, finally, can, Bauer convinces him, like, okay, calm down. He cuts him down, and he's like, okay, what's going on? Like all this, and he's like, wait, you just woke up? Yeah. yeah. At like, first, he thinks he's like, he's like, he starts being cooperative. He's like, oh, where's the rest of your team? He thinks he's yeah, like an he extraction he's, team. He thinks he's yeah. the rescue crew. And once once he realizes he's not, he's like, 
I'm out of here. Like, fuck oh, you, fuck man. You, Good dude. luck. <laughs> and he's yeah, trying man. to like, he's trying to like establish chain of command. He's trying to like give him orders and shit. And he's like, do you think that exists anymore? Then he starts <laughs> yeah. smearing himself with like lubricant and grease. Yeah. And it's more fucking... the pipe grease. The pipe grease. Yeah. Pipe pipe grease. Grease. He's like, what are you doing? And he's like, you got to get the smell off. You know, he, he at least yeah. tells him that much. There's a, again, prevalent amount of proper amount of grime in uh, this film. And they start running. And, yeah. Uh, Norm Maridus makes it, but our, our boy uh, doesn't, and it saves him. Because, yeah, because yeah. like yep. the monsters jump over him, and he just like they're kind of cower in a corner, and then you get to they see get him Norman in a trap again. They literally just, but this time yeah. around his neck. Yeah, and, somehow uh, they snake yeah. him when he's like really well, kind of. Like, I don't quite understand how they got the cable in there, but they. Uh, oh, they've been doing this for a long time. Yep. You know what I mean, like, yes, he got caught once, also. Yes, which so, who's hanging him? They are. Yeah. As bait? I think that's what the idea is. He lets them hang? Like, they're not going to eat that motherfucker? Because they seem pretty he into, like, later. Maybe they're is, eating each other, is, too. Uh, his homegirl doing it just to, like, fuck this guy. No, I think this is, like, a weird mutant <laughs> trap that they just hang, like, again. Yeah, that's not really established. That's what, that's one thing where I was just like, yeah, that could go a few different ways. I don't yeah. really understand it. Their behavior isn't really, like, fully mapped out because, like, they've been here long enough where they're basically another species of human at this point. But they also have, like, a social order. They do. They have leaders. They have, you know, they're... They have weird... They have honor. They have a hell of a fucking fighting system. (laughs) Yes. And they're also crazy strong. You know what I mean? But uh, we're going to talk about that. I am full of... I am full of pre-odds. I could kick your ass. (laughs) So yeah, Bowers uh, Chasey falls. He gets uh, snagged on a cable. No, no, no. I love. Oh wait, this. no. I, well, Shepard, our, our guy. No, Nor. Yeah, Norma Reedus, Norma Reedus gets, gets gutted. Fucking gutted. And our boy Bower tries to, at, to his credit, tries to save him because he fires off a blast from the power glove. Mm-hmm. This there was glass, which it doesn't does, shatter glass. Does, okay. No, it doesn't <sighs> shatter glass. And the mutant leader, who's just, I'm going to call him No Nose at this point, because mm-hmm. um, he has no nose. Yeah. Was like, excuse you? Yeah. Kind of <laughs> gives him this like, you fucker. You know, yeah. gives him this look. <laughs> it's kind of great. And then he's like, all right. And then they start chasing him again. Get him, boys. And back on the menu, boys. He's <laughs> real bad at this. He runs over and, and falls off the edge. Yeah, he sucks. And uh, he's, his... he's his leg happily, uh, gleefully snags on a cable. And so he manages luckily to like... he doesn't die. Right, which would have been dis- roll credits, you know. And, yeah, it doesn't ooh. dislocate his hip or his knee or his ankle from having mm-hmm. this very thin piece of... Yeah, this guy has been hip. atrophying for however long he's been in hypersleep. It's yeah, like the totally... fact his body doesn't just rip apart from this is incredible. And this whole time, too, you get a sense of just how huge the ship is. Because these are, yes. like, big rooms that they're running through and, like, multi- mm-hmm. multi-layer. Yeah. And this one in particular. It looks yeah. like there's you can't see the floor. You it's know, like, endless, like this, yeah. It's a this, good... They don't show it's like it. cube. <laughs> yeah, like they don't really show how vast this room is, but you get mm-hmm. the sense that this area is fucking huge. Mm-hmm. I do and like. You're not that. supposed to be running around there, you know. No. <laughs> Anyhow, so he's like hanging on the bottom of what looks like a shipping container or whatever, some ledge, and uh, the things catch up and they're like, "Hey, we got him!" You know, and they start pulling the fucking thing up, and then our mysterious stranger cuts the cable and speaks like Vietnamese at him. And there's no subtitles, and they don't understand each other. So yeah. this, so this is 
again, like all the side characters, I had to look up their names. They're not mentioned. Like no yeah, one's like really... fucking named in this movie. If exactly. they do, I don't notice it. Mm-hmm. So this is no, they man. don't. I tried. I went to look for it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So this is Man M A N H, who's okay. played by Kong La- Kong Lei. And at great. first, I was kind of pissed. I was like, "Is that even like a real name?" And yes, it is a real Vietnamese name. Absolutely. I was like, "Are they just calling him Man? Are they being like dicks?" No, no, no. It, it's mm. a real name. So he's played by Kung Lai, who was an a- MMA fighter, uh, Shang Hao, and a kickboxer. He mm-hmm. was a world champion at one point. He's re- since retired. He's fucking good. He's appeared in a lot and, of movies. I was gonna say I've seen him in a lot of other movies. He's yeah. been in oh, many. Yeah. He's been in many movies, uh, particularly the Tekken live action Tekken. Which is oh. delightful. Uh, his most recent movie was a movie called Europe Raiders in 2018. Right, right on, man. His last film, but like, yeah, he appears in shit. He kicks a lot of ass. Uh, he's and we have no idea what he's saying the whole time we because they choose nothing. not to translate it. Idea what he's saying. I don't really like they. I don't like it. I don't. They take too long for this. I hate this scene so much because of this. But like, he's the acting is great. It's just that yes. it goes on so long, and finally the two words they have in common are ship and reactor. And I'm like, yo, it, dude, come on. Yeah. It's uh-huh. the year 2174. There's got to be some kind of space Esperanto at this point. There's got to be some sort of... <laughs> Translator code. or something. Well, I get it, because it's like you have everyone on this generation ship from all over the world. It's multicultural yeah. because it's Earth. I've heard, like, J-pop songs where, like, it's in, like, certain words are in English. Like, the way that jumps out at you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, like, I, I would have been, thought something like that would have happened here. It would have been have... really good if he understood English but couldn't really speak it. So he's just, like, trying to talk to him. He's like, yeah, dumbass. Like, like I understand what you're saying, and then you know fucking bowers just like i don't know how to explain it more clearly i can talk he's kind slower because he's kind of know, a dick like he's kind of he a dick in this here scene. he is because he's like no as we follow the chain of command i'll save us don't worry don't I worry i totally wrote that i totally wrote that down too i was like bauer in spite of being a direct beneficiary of the stranger's combat skills gets all condescending well, about it, decides to go it alone he looks at his tattoo and he says oh agriculture Right. Oh, you're a farmer. I mean, you're a yeah. farmer. Yeah, yeah, that's good. It just they did they played it kind of bad. Like, oh, this guy is like just like a subhuman who grows the food or something. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. yeah, like, that's not important. Matter. I'm in flight crew. I'm a fucking what was this rank again? Like uh, he's corporal. Like, he's a pilot. He's, I'm corporal. Yeah. I will... he's not a pilot. He's he's the fucking nuclear guy. He's yeah, a fucking worry. engineer, but he knows right. how to fly. I'll but, save us. Uh, oh. Yeah, like, well, he, he, he says he knows how to fly. It's he told real... a girl at knife point that he knows how to fly. We'll get to it. Yeah. yeah, well, I will tell someone at knife point I know how to fucking. You'll tell me again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, let's fucking let's flip some switches, guys. Let's see what happens. What do you know how to do, fucking Philly cheesesteak? I mean, these things practically, you know, fly themselves nowadays. Anyway, though. Right. You just hit I the auto button, yeah. right? Right. Yeah. No. So it, I hate it. That's I hate that. Uh, I hate that we never know what man says. Because um, he's a real badass, and he comes really... through like a number of times. Yeah. He's really cool. He's uh, bailing his ass out for some fucking reason. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like dude, know. motherfucker's covered in scars. He's been doing this a while. Yeah, like, I mean, he is a fucking force of nature when he fights. Like, it's pretty impressive. Yeah. <laughs> um, he has anyway. to be because it turns out like all the cannibals are literally stronger than he is, and he's like at peak physical condition. Mm-hmm. Like these guys, yeah. like these mutants are taught are strong, mm-hmm. and so, he's able to kind of hold his own a little bit. So then we come back to fucking Peyton, and he hears something. This entire scene is just he hears something and gets a bloody nose. <laughs> Again, takes me right the really? fuck out of it, man. Like uh-huh. every time we fucking cut to paint, and it just cuts the pacing. Yeah. So the, the, this this film for me had a, had a problem with the pacing too, because in between these 
like frenetic edge of your seat action scenes. Yes. They have a lot of important exposition and then like yes. stuff that didn't even need to be in there. The mm-hmm. dog water exposition. Like, and it's like the, this yeah. film is already doing a little bit of like memento ish storytelling and then right. next we're going to go into a little fight club storytelling <sighs> well you know what let's take a second and talk about that just because okay when you were going to establish something like okay i think particularly fight club did it really well like yes you could figure it out you know early it's not hiding it but it really is funny when the character figures it out yeah that's yeah and this is like and that's 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 good faith you know what I mean? If you're just confusing the audience, and I don't like, I don't count like say David Lynch in that because he's just doing something subconscious to you. You know what I mean? Like he's he's evading them with something, right? But I mean, he's conjuring something. He's trying to show you something that isn't quite a narrative. You know what I mean? It's like it's a different shit. This stuff is trying to tell a straightforward story, but then it starts fucking with you, and it's right about here where that starts happening. It's not fucking with the characters as much as it's fucking with you. Yeah, it's not fair. Yeah, and I don't it's like not that. fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I don't know when, what I'm supposed to be paying attention to. And I'm not like, if you're fucking with me like that, I'm not going to be like, oh, gosh, wow, how smart. I'm going to be like I am now. You, Especially don't, right you it. don't really buy it from the beginning. And then like, right. they no. kind of sell it, but then it doesn't land. It's hard to explain. But this this part of the movie coming up now was the Fight Club part, which is, I think, part of the reason why at the end of the day, when I got out of the theater, I was like, what was that? that what? Huh? Yeah, we'll get to we that better. I think the yeah. placement too, because like you said, it's like we get off these really cool visceral action moments, and then we get this shit. I'm still processing everything that just happened. I'm still processing yeah. it, and then like I get a bit of exposition that I needed. <laughs> right, and I'm yeah. already I'm just like still huh. Well, later, like the best exposition, I think that like made the most sense to me. That didn't like disrupt the pacing, even though they did cut in a lot of this the Fight Club part of the movie was when we get to uh, Leland the cook. Mm, oh, we'll get yes, to that. Yeah. yeah, he's who's my favorite. Because they lay it on top of it. They lay both of uh-huh. those types on top of each other, and it just gets a little, even more little confusing. Weirder. Leland's, yeah, his part of that was way better. Right. So anyway, now we cut back to Bauer again. He's running like a motherfucker. He ends up to get getting into some kind of like a housing uh, container, to cargo containers. Yeah, this is one of well, the coolest it's, parts. It's, it's a, it's just like stuff. a. Not, uh, well, you can see that it's got a. Uh, it says like a housing or, or habitat. Right. It's got. A lot of areas that look like it was lived in. There's a lot of trash. There's a lot of utensils. Like candles and shit. Like a long time ago, though. And then, mm-hmm. like, he steps to the end of it, and you realize it's literally, like, hundreds the of stories ish. of cargo containers. Just Connex mm-hmm. containers yeah. piled on top of each other. It's so it's surreal. My, it's one of yeah. my favorite images. Yeah. yeah. Again, good entire... job conveying, like, the scale. Because you could tell, mm-hmm. kind of, like, obviously, like, it's not miles and high. But they did a good job with very little... Mm-hmm. To convey how many fucking these, can, how big this pl- this room is without mm-hmm. actually showing you, and uh, again, good trick, good camera tricks. Maybe mm-hmm. we should start using them again. <laughs> right, and then uh, what's her name? Nadia is that her name? Nadia, yeah. yeah. She shows up right, and she uh, proceeds to kick the shit out of him just again. Just beat the fuck out of him, which I love. I, I, this is like, all right, keep it up because he's being a dick. You know, he yeah, just, he was a dick to a man. He, and he gets so fucking, fucking chastised real quick, which I appreciated. Right, but then man shows up again. And then they fight. Yep. And it's pointless. Um, yep. But he fires his gun at the ceiling and he calls for solidarity, which I think is hilarious. Because it's like you're literally only talking to Nadia. Yeah. I mean, he conveys a lot with his tone, but but yeah. Yeah. Pretty... Also, yeah, he, he, he knocked a couple panels off the ceiling. You know, yeah, was... it wasn't the smartest move because immediately after he calls for solidarity because you just fought, fired your fucking kinetic glove into the air. Mm-hmm. 
uh, cannibals show up, you dumbass. Yeah, yeah. they might have heard that. Yeah. yeah. Have you learned nothing? <laughs> um, Clearly. But hey, we have a we have a heroic trio. That's great. You know, like here we go. Uh, these guys are going to be a great team together. Yep. Because um, then Homegirl uh, decides to activate the slowest door in the history of cinema. Yeah, somehow okay. it's like a palm lock, but I guess yeah. because the ship is having power surges, no, it or makes because sense. It's old. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, just... I, I I dug this because mm-hmm. she has to put her hand on it because it's not on. Mm-hmm. The only way, and this is what makes that room safe, is because she has to wait for a power surge for mm-hmm. it to boot up and read her palm. Mm, okay. So she could go in. Okay. Fair enough. All right, I'll buy that. Because yeah. of, my vibe was all like, oh, they're just doing this because the no. monsters are coming. No, it, it, it was clever. I actually like that. It made a lot of sense that like she would have to fucking wait. I wrote, Be- naturally, they make it. You know. <laughs> oh, they make like, it. Yeah. There was never any tension in that moment for me. And they yeah, step into yeah. like a Resident Evil white room. Mm-hmm. It's huge. That's like this the is, bio sample room for the ship. This is where it makes we sense see why she's able to. Like yes. why she's the one who can open the door. She's a biologist. She was like a biologist. Mm-hmm. And what it is, is that, and then this is, they show you this part because this fucking vault is huge. Yeah. It's all the fucking, it's every biological, everything. Yeah, it's everything. It's so like, how they were going to reseed this world. It's 60% of Earth's stuff. How they're going to imprint and also Earth's biology onto this alien world. The most libertarian ass shit I've ever heard. Yeah, it's a little c- colonial. It's a little uh, colonizer-y. It's millions of invasive species. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe yeah, it's a yeah. good thing. Maybe maybe it's a good thing this shit gets destroyed later. <laughs> sets resets things for sure. Uh-huh. But, uh Yeah. So, so she's uh, like, so she's like eating crickets. Yeah. She's like, you hungry? And he and, and he's like, yeah. And, and she pulls out a cricket, and he's like, here, it's good for. Uh, it's a grasshopper. It's a big fucker. It's good for uh, protein. But what's yeah. real funny is that he he puts it in his mouth. He starts chomping. He's like, he's he's like a champ. Looks like a real cricket. He's going at it, right? Yeah. And then he delivers a line. And when he delivers the line, you can tell he's not having that good a time with it because, like, possibly, like one of the legs is probably still moving. You know what I mean? Like. But he's trying to seriously deliver this line. I can't remember what it was, but it was just the look on his face was like, man, you are putting 110% into this. Yeah, because it looked like he actually <laughs> ate that like fucking like grasshopper. Yeah. I'm pretty um, sure he did. Pretty sure he actually did, which you can. They're edible. Go yeah. for it if you have to. Um, they, she's, the character's cage ate a, what, a fucking roach and, and vampire's kiss. You know, I yeah. wouldn't put anything past anybody. And they're right. They're full of protein, so they're not yeah. bad for you at all. No, um, no. If you get them fried up, like base, like a, you know, it's a, the crispy the treats are good. There's a reason they eat these in some countries. Like they sure, are, yeah. you can 100 eat uh, fucking locusts and crickets and shit. But anyway, so she I explained. had a chocolate covered grasshopper once. It was fucking phenomenal. Oh, I, I fucking haven't tried them. Never tried. Yeah. Them. Is that some weird farm in Ohio? So heads up, <laughs> there's probably still someone out there. Ohio stories. Anywho, <laughs> so she explains. Yeah, this is like 60 percent of what's left. Uh, yeah. She was a biologist. There were five of them. Only she remains. It's probably been like months for her. I thought like, she said it was a couple years. Yeah. Was it? Yeah, it might have been. She has like they. She doesn't know how to tell time. She looks everyone like she's has been a hard there for a couple years. Yeah, yeah, everyone has a hard time telling time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she's got like a you know like a patched. Uh, I think it's like a um, jumpsuit with the sleeves torn off, and she's like covered in dirt, rags, and yeah, bandages, rags and around scars her feet, and. and just, uh, Again, this gets emphasized again. Her memory is like fried. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but we do she, find out that she was part of a team that went all around the earth collecting these samples. So I guess you know she's, she's probably fit. She's probably and the, the the other thing about these two, you're you know I guess they're unlikely warriors, or whatever. Um, this is also the scene where we learn that all the po- all the 
colonists have a serum in them that allows them to adapt to the new world. Oh, we'll get mm. to that. We'll get to that. That's a, mm. that's later when they meet Leland. But mm-hmm. No, they, yeah, they yeah. talk about it right here. She says, oh, do they? where did they yeah. come from? Uh, he, um, Bauer says, hey, where did they, you know, where did they come from? Where could they come from? Those aren't humans. And she's like, I believe they came from inside the ship. And he's like, what? And she mm-hmm. says, yeah, all the colonists have a serum that's supposed to help them adapt to the new world when they get there. But if they've been on the ship, then they're just adapting to the ship. Which also yeah. kind of explains why these two are like martial arts experts, because they've also, as long as they've been awake, been adapting to their new surroundings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they get into it later when they meet like the cook, but they yeah. kind of explain it's like, yeah, they got this thing and they probably it basically they ended with like, we, I think they've been here a lot longer than we I think it's been a lot longer than we think it is. Yeah, yeah. Because they, they learn too. in the beginning I mean, when I... uh, Quaid is talking, he says, oh, we, we should be like the eighth year into the mission, right? Right, yeah. And they're like, yeah, and then and that's, well, when yeah. they do the when they do the count up at the end of the movie, that I just doesn't feel long enough to me. We'll get it, to it. it, it just... We'll get to I have an exact I have that exact number. Mm. Yeah. yeah, we'll Anywho. get to that. So she yeah, she, she feeds we, him grasshopper. Man, I love man the look on man's face when he eats it because he's like, ew. Yeah. And um, then we cut to fucking Peyton waking up and hearing gurgling and then overreacting about it. Oh, like, this this is great. Um, this is this, one of my this, favorite pieces of bad acting in this movie because he hears this shit and yes. then he goes and he grabs this like weird pipe thing. It's like a it's like a crowbar wrench. Uh, it's like a yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, it's it a big it's a big like right. It looks thing. like why well, it looks like a breaking lever. Like you, yes, like an e-brake looks like it does a few. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so there's space there's tool. the big weird. Grabs a big space, metal tool, space yeah. tool. Right. Future metal space tool. There's this. I love breaker. this. This, this bunch of tubes that form into like a it's vagina. Morph, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, it does say wire birth in Again, my notes. Um, more and more yeah. tubes. It's a, these more ones are tubes. just tubes going into a vent or coming out of a vent, but it's just, it's all tubes. We're all, we're all just a series of tubes when mm-hmm. we get down to it. it greasy, is. greasy tubes. And this one squats out a slimy naked <laughs> dude. He like crawls out. <laughs> and is his Gallo. name Gallo? Gallo. Yeah. Uh, all right. Help me. And he 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 says he's from the bridge. And yeah. then they cut back to like fucking like I guess they kind of it, there's this it, this is a bad scene. Again, like, it's so jarring, man. Like, and it's like they're they're not getting anywhere with the com- conversation. No. Can you, can you hear Aesop barking? Yeah, that's adorable. All right, hey buddy, come on down, man. I'm busy. I took you out. Come here. Anyhow, they're they're going back and forth, and it's it's nothing is coming of it no. because dude's freaking out, and uh, Peyton doesn't know how to talk to people. No, he's a he's a shit baby, <laughs> and and uh, then that... like it, it, later in the movie, this it makes this scene even dumber, <laughs> but. <laughs> Somehow, like it's it's really anyway. So because then we cut back to like Bauer, yeah, to the three heading deeper into the ship, and they go into like the big cryo vault, and they find a bunch of empty pods. Yeah, like this ton- is one of the yeah. creepiest parts. I it's like this huge bit. vault. It not it's all like Geiger esque in design. Yeah, it's I creepy. love I love how like fucking fucking industrial these fucking pods are because this is supposed yeah. to be like the vast majority of the ship. This is supposed yeah. to be like us, right? Yeah, this and, is just families and shit. These dudes. Right? Yeah, and, these are people. And hundreds of pods are empty. Like, every room they go into is just full of empty pods, and it's like a weird spherical room, and down in the bottom is this big graded section. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and fucking Boy Scouts, like, talking at regular volume, and Nadia's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is this whole room hub. is very, um, uh, um, uh, Event Horizon-esque. Like, the, yes. The, yes. That is the, the vibe of it. There's, there's like a spherical suggestion. Yeah. yeah, that you this, know that it, the room's bigger than what we're being shown. Like the ceiling is like you know, there's like a big sphere like all the way up. 
mm-hmm. uh, which is probably just like set dressing. But again, good job. Right. Well, um, you imagine that in in uh, orbit, this would be uh, you know zero g. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You would so think. the whole the ceiling looks just like the floor. Right. Yes. You would think that if it was in orbit. You would. You would. <clears throat> oh, don't worry anyway. about it. Oh, zero anyway. g systems working totally fine on this. On this Actually, ship. Uh, to be real. We're not going to talk about it right now, but I want to say that is probably one of the cleverest things this movie does do. <laughs> yeah, um, with gravity. Yeah. yeah. So anyhow, so uh, Nadia Bauer tells him to is a shut the fuck. Yes, because Nadia is telling him to shut the fuck up. This is their main hunting ground. She says because mm-hmm. he because again he he's asks, like I want to go to the reactor, and she's like, okay, let's go to their fucking home. And again, hundreds of open pods. Yes. People missing. I just wanted to show you this. This is miserable. You don't, you know, this, this is how we're all going to end up. You fucking idiot. And yeah. He's like, but reactor, you know, like, what, why then, are we here? I don't And then to make it. more noise, dumbass false faults. He just, the floor just, shit water. Yes. Just gives out and goes into like, the, it says in my notes, just gore water because it's like right. shit. Yeah. Gore. It's more than and shit. Like, it's like an abattoir. There's like, it's like a thousand oh, totally. piles of bones. Yeah. That's where all the, the empty pot. That's where, yeah, yeah, it gets that's, real Barker-esque here. Yes. This is then she goes to it. investigate and does the same fucking thing. And I'm yeah. just like, oh, man, really? And, that, and man, it's just like, man, look at those white people. Mm. Like, it's it's really like, we don't know where Matt is. Matt just like, I guess went hunting because he just fucks yeah. off to let these fucking white people just fall into the fucking floor. Uh, yeah. I forget why they split. Maybe they got chased again for a minute. It, I thought she said something yeah, like he's hunting. You can he's stay hunting. with him or you can come with me. That that's, what it, he, yeah. that's literally what and, she and said. Like, there's, there's no explanation why man was not following them besides like he's hunting and i'm like okay, and he's all like it? you know both of you can kick my ass but i can talk to you i'll go with you you mm-hmm. know like it's, <laughs> that's what it really feels like in that moment yeah uh, so they're both in like the abattoir pit it is like up to their chins it's gross and good it's, job like, black and yeah, all kinds of the chunks in it like and they chunks. can see it all by like green glow stick light again he's got that big you know 12 inch long because he's stick. real into being subtle this yelling guy with 12 inch glow sticks oh it looks foul (laughs) like it looks heinous they did a really good job of like it's been a while since i've seen like something look that gross yeah not like gore wise because there is a lot of gore but just like dude there's like chunks in it it is biological matter yeah it's not yeah Mm -hmm. it's like ebola water Uh, it's awful it's awful it's Mm -hmm. worse than the descent because we can actually see this Mm -hmm. oh Um, and then and then she's like you fucking dipshit. And she makes them put the glow stick down because they're like right above them. Yeah, because a power surge happens and spreads right. the fan. And it turns the, the most useless fan in science fiction them on. <laughs> like, okay, so they're in this 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 it like looks tank cool. of shit. No, it doesn't. And for here's the <laughs> fucking reason. It's never a threat. It's just like first of all, it's not cantilevered in any way to draw air in or out. Second of all, it doesn't stirring. Like, why would you have that? It's not st- like you go to a fucking waste treatment plant. They got these giant things stirring it. You know mm. what I mean? To keep it kind of moving around. This doesn't do that. This just rotates way up at the top about three feet above their head. So it's not even a threat to them. It's just like, what are you doing? And why am I thinking about this so much? I guess it just keeps the keeps the, the monsters from them, even if they. Yeah. So they designed that entire construct to keep monsters from seeing you if you fall into the shit water. <laughs> Ostensibly, I suppose it moves air through, even though it's not cantilevered. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they, it, it, they were like, I, they didn't look like blades. You know don't, what I mean? Don't worry they, about it. I have to. <laughs> <laughs> you're thinking about it. I need you to not think about it. Uh, because, again, 
I kind of like this movie a lot. You know, like it's, yeah. it's fun. It, it has some moments that I like really can draw from for like that sense of scale and the, you know, the, the whole spaceship, you know, and the whole fucking generation ship thing. I mean, there's a lot of fun there. The, the dynamos. I love it all. But then there are these moments like that <laughs> where just, I'm just like, I got to go outside. I just love the machinist part of your brain. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what, what does that do? You know, like my brain is just attacking you know, itself. Like, <laughs> what does it do? Literally, you're like, you look, you really like this movie, man. And then the other part of my brain is like, yeah, but that doesn't make any fucking sense. You know, and Dude, I'm like, I just have this vision of you just getting farted out of a pod covered in goo. And the first two, th- <laughs> yeah, there are two wolves inside you. What is both of them are eating steak. cheesesteaks. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, it's it would be one is Philly cheesesteaks. The other is a machinist. <laughs> They're both mad. They're both mad. Well, no, it would be it would probably be like. Stout. I, I probably have a good stout. On the other hand, oh god. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, moving on. They uh, the threat leaves uh, after the pointless machine does its uh, whatever, and then yeah, um, yeah, yeah, they climb out, and then Bauer just gets straight checked by this fucking one that's stuck back. I love yeah. this thing because it's Bauer just... gets his ass kicked so much in this movie. I don't know why he's the protagonist. It's, it's conveyed <laughs> like it's conveyed because again, good actor. He's yeah. a good actor because it's conveyed like he just got body checked and he's Across not okay. He's not okay. Yeah. Fucking wrong. This thing, this thing was just like chilling on top of one of the pods and it's like, sup fucker, is this jumps and like full two legged kicks him across oh. the fucking room and then we get to see how just strong these things are. Checked. He yeah. slams into it and he just like cannot breathe. <laughs> It's he's, one of the top getting owns in movies. Yeah, he's it's not like okay. maybe the second or th- the third, maybe. Mm-hmm. And the doesn't number like one knock being his the second fight right upgrade. off. Oh, it fucks. Yeah, no, oh, he knocks all of them. It knocks his glove all. like right off. Yeah, he has knocks, no advantage. Knocks his glove off. He can't fight for shit. Nadia he's, fucking one v ones it for a little bit, and she's having difficulty because again, these things are fast. fast and they're strong. strong. They're tall. Like, yeah. You know, but also short at the same have time. have a much higher damage capacity. Yeah, oh, these yeah. things are hard to kill. Oh, yeah. This you thing know, sucks. <laughs> like, a they... man shows up and, like, plants a blade in its skull, and it's like, oh, okay, cool, thanks for the weapon. Yeah, it's like, fuck you, also, I'm gonna kill you. Like, it doesn't give a fuck. And oh, man. At one it's... point, man, like, does impale, like, get it in the guts with a spear, mm-hmm. through the other end, kicks it off, it's bleeding and still fighting. Yeah. It's just, they just won't die, and eventually, like, you know, Bauer gets his shit again. He pulls a pipe off and starts smacking it. Now they, he is they going pin up. him to a pod, don't they? Yeah, mm-hmm. they cut its arm off at one point and it's still oh, yeah. going and like Nadia gets like starts prison shanking it and then they all start like cur- like it's a brutal fucking scene. It's like scene. an anime team up. Yeah, they you know, like it's, it's, it's really it's dumb. Oh yeah, it, there's blood flying everywhere. They're fucking fucking this thing up as a group. Like in a way if it wasn't a monster it would be really fucked way to kill someone. What, what I like about this bit is that it makes you feel really good that they win, and then it also reminds you of how long it took three of them to yes. kill one. Yeah, that makes a yes. good point. And that establishes your stakes. The three yes. of them kind of struggled to pin it. Nadia and Man are badasses, and they had a, a trouble. Yeah, yeah, they, they needed uh, dipshit to fucking smack it know, over the head. Smack yeah. it over the head twice with a pipe. It was great. And then um, they had to kill this thing, like, as a great... It's a, it's a, everyone's covered in blood at this point. It's incredible. And then... The rest of them show up. Yep. And, uh, well, the hunter, the main newsless. hunter, Chieftain, yep. is watching the whole thing. He didn't even oh, like, yeah. jump in. Yep. And yeah. then he just starts banging his spear against the, the bulkhead. Again. Yeah, summon like, all his pack. There's a, again, like, it's, it seems like that where it's like they have a culture 
and it's yeah. like a warrior like they have honor we'll get to that later when man fights the leader but like mm-hmm. there's something there oh yeah they're not mindless at all no <laughs> they have a, they have they're they have there are people yeah and yeah. uh then they chase the shit out of them and yeah they're not happy. there's a power surge that opens a fresh dude up and possibly my favorite <laughs> horrifying scene in this this movie. is what? the most horrific point of the Just entire first movie they, like eat the Good eat lord. The one of their own who who died that they killed. Mm-hmm. They just eat the fuck out of this dude. Right. Then they're running away. And then yeah, a power search happens, and the, like the poorest bastard in cinema. It's great. He, <laughs> it's terrifying. It is legitimately scary. It's he one has, of those things where I was just like, oh, you poor fucker. Yeah, because <laughs> like, he's like, because we know you wake up on one of these things, you're like, who am I? Where am I? When am I? We've seen. Just, a- you know, wake up and it was like, ah, oh, nothing fucked him up. But this is like your first thing you're seeing is like nine of these cats yanking you out of this thing and they're white skinned fucking cannibals drooling Teeth. shit out of their and mouths. They just eat you alive. That's yeah. your first, like, good morning. You are now food. And it, yep. oh, it's so yep. brutal. And that lets them get away. Yeah, and, and and dipshit fucking Bauer even for a split seconds like oh man and she's like are you high like, grabs his we ass cannot help him <laughs> yeah like, no, no. We're, you gotta learn how to cut losses <laughs> you know like anyway and then oh, they go oh god now we get that there to, was our escape them get Peyton again Peyton's chatting with Gallo who's huh. four and Gallo doesn't know shit this is when I kind of stopped taking notes he's okay <laughs> this is so he's talking to like a crazed Gallo because Gallo's wrapped in a blanket covered in like. Sh- ship vaginal fluid i guess yeah and he explains he had to kill the bridge crew well he says like, he just says is that is that your blood son yeah he's it's like just, some of it some of it he's in, like, the guy who plays gallo he's a young he at, at 2009 he's a young actor mm-hmm. um he's fine mm-hmm. <laughs> um it's not his fault he was his role was completely didn't have to happen yeah uh, it's not his I fault mean, he did well like, no, he did like a great thing. dude on a ship really well it could have worked, but yeah. the way it's it unfolds is not good. No, like that yeah. didn't that that pulled me out of it a little bit. Yeah, it fortunately, did. it's a, it's a, you know at the very end, it's like bucked with a thing that I'm like, oh, okay, that's fine. Yeah, but, they're they're brief, thankfully, but basically, it puts the seeds in your brain that okay, this dude because he explains like, yeah, is it your blood? And he's like, oh, some of it, and. Mm-hmm. He basically is trying to explain, well, they had Pandorum, so I had to kill them. Uh, and then we, you know, get more into what Pandorum is and like right. it creates an emotional thing, you know. Yeah. Emotional shock will bring it out in you. Then you need, you go ape shit. Yeah. And Quaid is like very cautious, talking, trying not trying not to excite the kid. Yeah. And he's great at this moment. I, I like his acting during this. Actually, actually, in this bit, in this bit, yes. in the, the first one where he was going to stab him with the toilet plunger handle. I was like, all right, that's a bit much. Because, like, when he hears something, he's like, I'll kill you, you fuck. And it's like, oh, <laughs> yeah, like I don't not? know, man. I don't know. Do you he have play- a Molly Crew poster up in your bedroom? Just he, wondering. He plays a scared old dude pretty well. He's a lot of yeah. aggression there. Like, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. But when he's being, like, you know, Starship Command Captain, like he is right now trying to calm down a crazed dude, he's his acting's really good. Yeah. yeah. I, I did really like him during these moments. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the three find their way to the weirdest best character. He is a Tetsuo ass, Tetsuo Nihei ass blam character. (laughs) Yeah. I had to look up his name like everyone, every other fucking side character in this movie. 
No one Leland. is named in this fucking movie. Yeah, yeah no one's named. I have to look name. them up. This is Leland, the deranged. You know it's Bauer and Peyton because their names are written on their tubes and their clothing. Yes, like everybody and he's else is incredible. Like, so hold on, I had I ended up writing what. So Leland is played by Eddie Rouse. Okay. Uh, he died in 2014 at 60. He appeared in quite a few films, including American Gangster, The Number 23, Pineapple Express, and he was in Westworld right. when he died. Oh, right on. Uh, no, like, he was in Westworld when he died? Yeah, he was literally playing. He was. It, he had a part in Westworld. He was oh, okay. I thought he was like at a place called Westworld. No, no, no. Like no, no. He was in the show finally. Westworld. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. He's no. been. He plays all these characters in like so many. He's like a character actor. He's in like many, right. many things. For know? sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, he, he's. Man. He's great in this. I actually he showed really up like, for fucking work. Yes, mm-hmm. he did. I love him in this so much. Yeah. Uh, he's. Again, like his home is basically a trap because they're trying to get away from the cannibals and they end up going into like this circular bulkhead, like this mm-hmm. big fucker. Like it's like a, a hatch. It crawls up in like a big cistern or something. Yes. Yeah. Like you're inside a boiler or, and, or like uh, a sewer drain or something like it's it's yeah, it could be a few things. Leland you, is... you would not be shocked to see Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles here. Not <laughs> there. Yeah. So they Leland the is grizzled. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He's been here a while. They shut the door behind him. And he's he's like wearing a flight suit. Like it, he has like leg boosters. On. It's interesting. It looks mm-hmm. like it's kind of like a pressure suit that he found maybe somewhere. And yeah, it's got an oxygen exactly. tank on it. Mm-hmm. And he's older. Like he admits later, he's old. Mm-hmm. Like he's and it's obvious he's been here a while because he's clearly not okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got a thing. Yes. So he tries to like you know hey I like hey you guys hungry like. I mean, this is clearly well, he's like he's up on a ledge and they're down in the cistern and he's like, oh, I can't come down there. I don't trust people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like, like a spider. Here, let's break bread together. Yeah, because yeah. he's like, I was a cook, you see, like, and he's trying to make it like not bad with an oil base. Like, I'm like, what are you cooking? Because there is mm-hmm. no like mm. poison. He, he's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just poison. So he just makes like some soup or something for him because it's like I was a cook and it just lowers it down. as like a peace offering. And there's like candles and table clearly set up for people to chill in mm-hmm. not him for some reason right and there's algae growing on the walls i mean it could be that he's farming yeah serving him algae. algae yeah or just drowning things that come in that that was my first thought i didn't think he was farming anything when i first saw this again i thought that maybe he just fills the cistern up and then just fucking drowns things then just mm-hmm. picks up whatever's left mm. but we never get to see that so who the fuck knows right so before the trap, they start talking about like what are those things, and they explain a little bit more about the evolutionary serum mm-hmm. and whatnot. How Scanda yeah. tank has like a whole history since the flight began. I from Earth love... scratched into the wall. Yeah. It's yes, really cleverly done. It's this all was yeah. story Leland's pictures. Yeah, like if the movie just had Leland's exposition and not painting, like because while Leland is doing like this whole like biblical explanation of their trip and what happened to earth the cosmic yeah. hieroglyphs that have been scratched into the yeah the they boiler look plate incredible head. such right. a good piece of scenery like so good but like we keep coming back to painting and gallo because <sighs> gallo's explaining like i guess what pandorum is what happened to earth the last transmission which leland has a copy of because he again he has a crank radio <laughs> yep and he fucking like revs that fucker up and plays it so that they all get to hear the last transmission from Earth. Mm-hmm. Because in Leland's mind, we never get the explanation. Even Peyton's like, it must have been chemical. It must have been nuclear. It must have cracked the Earth open. Mm-hmm. Leland's like, the Earth exploded. 
because mm-hmm. <laughs> it literally has a little picture of the earth just flying to pieces yeah and i'm that's where i'm like what <laughs> yeah that was like, a little I... shadow link like we were talking about a shadow link um explains like we didn't really have to know which i partially agree with that it's not too important what happened to earth yeah Again, it's but, the biggest dick move for them just not to include that in the fucking well, message. It just well, now, yeah, 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 absolutely. And they also, you know, if they had done more with it, like I could imagine this with having having more characters in it, mm-hmm. who all had like, no, I heard it was this. No, I heard it was this. And then if you plant enough of those, it eventually becomes meaningless. Or alternatively, don't say a fucking thing. Say uh-huh. <laughs> stop getting signals. They don't even have that message. Just have have them giving you a regular message, and then the signal stops, and they never yeah. know. And they're even never better. Know. And how would Leland even? That was the other thing that got me too, and I started thinking about it. Leland is old and he's been around a while. Mm-hmm. However, did ha- he get old after he was thought, or did he get was he old when he thought? You know, like that was the kind of. I like, think he became old after he thawed because yeah. he survived the longest. Yeah, and yeah. we'll learn why in a in a hot second. Mm-hmm. But that also implies okay. So where did he hear this from? Mm-hmm. How many people has he encountered who knew that message? Probably maybe a few that got refrozen. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But it, it's, I don't know. It's one of those weird things where this exposition could have been presented a lot better, a lot cleaner. And even though this it's, is where I'm still kind of recovering from the last dude getting eaten alive yeah. as soon as he wakes up. <laughs> yes. And you expect me to process that. Exactly. This is a huge one of those. Yeah. It's, <laughs> They do such a good job of putting you like it's a it's a great great horror movie, but the story is it suffers from yeah. the pacing. Yeah, uh, it could have been a really cool story. You find out that you find out that uh, Leland knows and tells them that the the somebody on the on the crew bridge crew found out about the message and killed the other people on the crew, and then decided who's going to start waking some people up and quote unquote having fun fuck with for them. decades, mm-hmm. and then yeah. like. And then he banished like, people to the cargo yeah. hold, which I guess mm-hmm. is the um, the uh, Connex Towers that we saw where there's mm-hmm. some habitations. And it's just really well told between him and kind of well told between Gallo and Peyton. Not mm-hmm. really. Yeah. Got to yeah. pick one or the other, man. And personally, I would go with Leland <laughs> for this exposition. Yeah. Like, yeah. he's far more entertaining. He's fucking going for it. He's, he's like he's, he's like directed to be too serious in this moment. Uh, but then he says, you know, this crazy crew member who um, who started this weird outcast culture in the cargo hold that you know automatically had to go cannibalistic. Um, mm-hmm. Decided he's like, hey, I'm gonna peace out <laughs> and right. froze himself again for a couple you know generations. That he's like God and the devil, like he's the re- like he made this whole situation like he's in command he's in control like he's almost deified mm. in a way it's like oh they'll burn out as if they won't figure out how to open other pods <laughs> he's kind of a piece of shit no idea what his plan was <laughs> huge piece no, of shit no he's yeah. A, yeah no so leland so everyone's starting to feel real sleepy mm-hmm. uh could be something to do with the weird motor oil soup he served them mm-hmm. uh they pass out he st- uh, Bar- Barrow, Baron, whatever the fuck, Baron Trump starts thinking about <laughs> his uh, beautiful blonde white wife. Mm. Again, he's thinking of Bauer. doing that when he's waking Bauer. up. Yeah, and then he wakes up upside down with the other other two. Yeah. And Leland never a good is just position to be in waking up. Never good. And Leland looks downright <laughs> diabolical. Mm-hmm. He is looks like what he is, which is a cannibal. 
mm. which yeah. Nadia literally says he's going to fucking eat us. And I hate, I hated this part. <laughs> yeah, this, this is just things like, that here. oh man, really? Like, there's enough cannibal. Like, what this guy too? Ugh, you know, yeah. he literally like. The future of humanity's cannibalism is the point of this movie. <laughs> Just get it in your head. Start so, looking at your neighbors. Yeah, right? yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll eat your ass. Anyway. I'll eat your ass. I'll All eat right. your ass. In the fun way. Anyway. Ayo. Ayo. So Barak, so Lillian's like, I'm going to fucking eat you. I haven't, like, literally, quote, I have not lived this long to have like to have a heart like basically mm-hmm. what's the fuck right. was the quote i wrote it down oh a quote i wouldn't have survived this long if i had a heart right so basically Clearly. i guess he's been, just been trapping either because it's kind of hinted at when they first meet him that he might be like occasionally trapping a cannibal yeah because mm. he's like i only let them in if i want them to and they're like why would you want to mm-hmm. so basically he's a spider he just traps people mm. and then bauer has to convince him the ship is dying <laughs> Mm-hmm. and Absurd. i'm an engineer and i know how to fix a nuclear reactor once he mm-hmm. realizes what's going on because again nadia has to kind of like jog his memory like a little mm-hmm. yeah she also gets stabbed like in the ribs mm-hmm. yeah that's because that, okay so she would have been dead that was like he puts that's four like inches a, of steel into her like, ribs yeah that's shot. like that's a sucking well, this like, would be wound. the end of nadia <laughs> uh-huh yeah that's not a great place to get stabbed Anyhow, i no. thought that was that was kind of dumb because like yeah. that's what i'm saying like this whole bit here with him just having them upside down just it's unnecessary anyhow like, they convince him uh, yeah they convince him because like he's clearly like unhinged so he's like yeah buddy look i understand right. you survived you are had to do survivor. what you had to do it's yeah so you condescending because leland's literally like survival of the fittest or in my case the brightest i'm too old mm-hmm. to fucking wrestle you guys so poison <clears throat> Right. It's like so, you got at least three weeks of good eating there, Leland. He's but, like, I'm going to cart. Yeah. But Bauer's like, yeah, but this whole thing is going to be a fucking crater. You know, like just in irradiated nothingness. With us in an hour. Soon. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta, by my estimations. Because something about the surges that they're happening more frequently because like the ship generator can't like it keeps trying to connect. And then it reboots. Oh my god! And it the, turns everything on real quick, the and then double yeah. speak they'd say for explaining why the reactor can't reboot itself is just mind-boggling. It's they got it, it manually dizzy. Yeah, it was like the, whole, the like, magnetic conductor needs to get the rails in line <laughs> for the charge to. Proton. Oh, we can't get the "don't worry about it" drive to work. Resonator. <laughs> it was just uh, I just tuned. I was like, nah, okay, yeah, that, yeah, that was got it. You need, you need to go down there. You need to go down there. I got it. Show uh, don't tell, motherfucker. Show so don't for tell. For some reason, this isn't. For some reason, this part is in my notes at this moment. So Nadia, if I didn't explain it before, I don't think I did. Is Nadia played? By, oh wait, yeah, I did. Uh, never mind. Yeah. I was going <laughs> to go into the actress Nadia because uh, Aja Trout because she's amazing. Got yeah. it up front. No, nice. Yeah, I, I did nail it up front. I memorized uh, all those yeah, notes. Wow. The point here is that like she's just like fine. They bind yeah. her chest and right. yeah, give her a knife back. More- they give her some filthy rags to wrap around her open wound. And she's like, good to go. Oof, cool. Yeah, you coach. know what? I just crawled me... out of an abattoir. I, let me shove some of that into the Until wound. the end where apparently her knife wound is then bad again. Uh, right. uh, because yeah. apparently she could fight a fucking superpower mutant, but she can't fight one asshole. Well, yeah, it's because she got stabbed. It slowed her down. Yeah, all the way. Like, not, uh, d- not that's, now. Let's later. not. Yeah, let's not mm-hmm. do that to ourselves. Because she needs to be um, saved. Right. 
Oh, of course. Yeah. Uh, they use some, they use anyway, some of that shit. Anyway, the team becomes four now. Leland teams up with them. But and Leland's, has, Leland's got the glove, so he's got he's, them on a leash. Right. I also love how short Leland, the actors playing Leland is, because it's really funny that you have this dude in like this flight suit with like the knee thing. Like mm-hmm. he has leg braces. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's got a limp the, the whole time too. But yeah, like, but he has the fucking power glove, and he's just like, yeah, get over there. He's like fucked up Yoda. He kind of <laughs> is, but his acting is so good. Oh no, he's really good. He's really it's, good. What they give him to do wasn't like they—they they literally just could have skipped that whole poison soup fucking. I don't they know. Could've, they could have sat down Agreed. and had a meal. Because there's three of them, you know what I mean? Could have just fed them people. That would have been kind of funny. Like, no, but you, you, like, they, you could, they could overtake him, and that's why he's paranoid. Nah. No. We could have explained. He's like, yeah, whatever you got going on here, we don't care. We're just, the, the ship's going to blow up. So I got to get. It's also moving. like, it, the length of this film kind of works against it. And I get it, budget and, uh, uh zero you mentioned too like there's like a lost director's cut of this film so there is more time mm. to this film there was more time for storytelling and it might again improve the pacing of it or yeah giving it, us another ending or another something to explore because mm. it's because the length of this film doesn't really work out uh because there is implication of there could have been more people that yeah. they could have encountered I think um, if it had been, been that kind of a thing, it could have been a little more interesting because it would have made the ship seem larger. It would have made it yeah. seem like these people, especially if they didn't know each other. Yeah. You know, like you're just coming in and this, I ain't going nowhere. I got my oh, that would have been bland. Out, blah, blah, blah. That, yeah. You know would, what I mean? Yeah. Like that would have been literally just bland because you have like entire sections of like tribes and like people yeah, yeah, just yeah. living in this giant ass mega structure. We have no idea about each other's existence. Oh, and Brian Aldous's uh, novel, nonstop, same thing. Yeah. You know, it's just about like this mythical place called the bridge on the ship that people would try to get to and never make it. You yeah. Know? It's just it so was... fucking big. Right. Yeah. I, I see. I like that. You know, like that. Yeah. Big sense of I do too. This, this, I do too. This gets it for the most part. You know A what I mean? Bit. I'm not, yeah. I'm not ragging it for that. That's not, I just wish there was more of it because I do like what's being presented so much. Yeah. You know what I mean? The, the whole Peyton and Cooper thing. Yeah. Except that. Name? Fuck Peyton that. And Stanley. What the fuck's his name? I can't remember. Gallo. Gallo. Right. Wonder so, why I picked that name. Anyway, um So they end up they end up teaming up and a, he gives him the number of forty seven minutes before total failure. Right. Don't know where he pulled that number out of his ass. Exactly. Um so they Here team we up. Go. <laughs> they team up, they're going down a hallway and they find a child mutant. Skipper <sighs> the eye child. Incredible makeup. It looks amazing, and I hate this scene. <laughs> I hate it so yeah, much. Yeah, because they're like, instead of doing the right thing, which is murder the fuck out of it, mm-hmm. um, Nadia, because, you know, she's a woman, I guess, uh, it's like, no, it's only a child. And they're like, that's Are not you a- fucking serious? Yeah, man's going not to a kill child. Man, I'm like, Nadia, you were. Man's got the right idea. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm like, Nadia's killed the shit out, like, out of every. Like, that's yeah. a weird thing for that character he to says, say. No, stop. It's a child. Yeah. Let Unlikely. it grow up to kill us, I guess. Yeah, because then it runs away because it screams like a motherfucker and just alerts alerts every mutant because they're getting closer and because turns out generator, they like it there. They Mm -hmm. live there. That's like Mm -hmm. mutant central. And I I guess because it's warm and irradiated, I guess, improves their mutation. Yeah, because they're mutate. They they will. We're a little bit away from that. But like, yeah, their mutations are pretty rad. Um, Yeah, I'm going to say like, it's pretty cool. They're Uh, not that uniform. They're not, like, no. There's something kind of similar about all of them, but they all have their own kind of thing. 
And there's females too, which we don't yeah. really get to see up to this point. Yeah. Um, there's female mutants. They don't look great either. Everything yeah. looks kind of fucked up. So they come across, um, blah, blah, blah. they come, uh, everyone's dead. They come across more, more of the massive like chamber of pods and mm-hmm. everyone's dead. We learn because this plot point needed to get wrapped up. Oh uh, God. I Pharaoh's know. wife didn't come with him because they broke up Power. and because he was, you know, butthurt about his wife leaving him during the Blade Runner future. Mm-hmm. Uh, that he decided to volunteer on the generation ship because he was upset about his wife leaving him. So, which means he is somehow less, still less divorced than Elon Musk, mm-hmm. but only slightly. And it's like so unsatisfying. It sucks. <laughs> it's not great. It's, it's like, I don't care. No, <laughs> because then he's like, Oh, she's totally dead now. Cause there's right. no worth. Right. I mean, he doesn't understand how fucking dead she is. Was it something like she went passed. on another ship or something no. like that? Or, she, no, just she, just didn't, she just didn't. She They just broke up and uh-huh. he decided, I'm going to go volunteer. Then he was going to go on a generation ship and keep a picture of her. So mm-hmm. I guess the the, yep. the subplot there that maybe is something that fell to the floor, <sighs> cutting room floor again, is that um, she was infertile, so she left him so he could go. Mm. Well, that didn't They, they, they wouldn't cut. put her on the on the, on the ship because they wouldn't put her on the ship. Because the they do mention that the production things I saw. Actually, at the beginning of the movie, they kind of mentioned something about us having our wives, like in that conversation that Peyton and uh, yeah, wives, husbands, Bauer family. Has. Yeah, yeah, they mentioned something like that there, and then also something is missing here because he looks at the Peyton pod, which I guess is Peyton's wife, which is empty. Mm-hmm. So Peyton's wife was you know killed or whatever. He's like, oh, I just remembered something about Peyton, and and I guess this is the turn where he realizes like what's going on with with Peyton. Mm-hmm. That is not who he seems, but mm-hmm. they never like tell you what that thing is that he remembers about Peyton's wife. Like you never, mm-hmm. they never no. clarify that. No. Yeah. This is where it kind of goes off the rails. Again, I think, I think this movie really suffered from cutting for time. I, I, again, at yeah. the end too, it's like the end does not look great. Yeah. It, it doesn't, it's, it's like free willy levels of splashes. <laughs> uh, we'll get to it. Uh, anyway. Yeah. This is a so, family pod and he realizes something's not right, you know, uh, back. Yeah. Yeah, the then bridge. we get it. Well, talking about Peyton, we get another fucking Peyton cut because it literally says in my notes, I'm sick of these Peyton cuts. Uh-huh. Is this uh, the one where they vibrate together? No, we're almost. This is oh, where I they're like, get past that. This so is bad. where Kello wants to launch himself and launch himself into space. Oh, yeah. Literally. I actually kind of like this bit. Uh, a little yeah. Bit. This is like of all of the, the bits. I, I kind of dug this a little bit. And again, and this is where that actor is. This is where um, Gallo's actor uh, really shines because he's just like spitting fucking blood and just being generally unpleasant mm-hmm. and just having a psychotic breakdown because he's like, no, we're the Boy Scout's going to fail. We're all going to die. Better to mm-hmm. like, you know, get a few couple more days of survival and like fucking pot in space because that's a smart thing to do. Yeah. Um, You've seen the calling He starts calling fucking Bauer the Boy Scout. Yeah. It's and I'm great. like, there is nothing about that guy that has ever yep. like he's just not capable uh yep. he's a <laughs> terrible fighter he yeah thinks 12 inch glow sticks are a good idea um, kind of a dick um he's absolutely a condescending asshole at least mm-hmm. twice yep it's not uh, he doesn't constantly give off... getting his ass bailed out honestly like considering i've worked around engineers when i was like in maintenance and whatnot he does not give off like any type no! of blue collar like i work on a ship reactor as an engineer kind of vibes because i've known dudes who work in boiler rooms and shit engineers so, like expensive whiskey yes like that's that's what i know about most of the ones i've known 
So yeah, there's not there's up. nothing blue collar about this man at all. Yeah. He, no. he he yeah, he's kind of a pretentious dick at times and it's not great. And, you know, they probably hand wave that shit because of the whole like, oh, when you get thought out, your memories are weird. I don't know, man. But like if you really want like, you know, truckers in space event for like but not alien, Event Horizon did a much better job of like conveying Yeah, like, alien uh, even. That's alien. why I said, like Alien, yeah. if you don't want if you want a movie other than Alien for that, Event Horizon does a good job of people who work in space for a living. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ara does too. Yeah. yeah. With its like class system and separation of everything is like really mm-hmm. interesting. But like this this it's weird too because i like like ultimately the results of the ending of this movie but i hate how we get there at this moment because we're at that point where like yeah you're gonna hate how we get here we're at that point of the film so there's this whole just bullshit with fucking man has to hold a catwalk up oh oh, oh, yeah yeah yeah. because so long story we have to deal with this fucking nuke thing yeah yeah yeah. so we 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 got so peyton manages to like yeah peyton manages to like you know trick gallo into a pot and he locks him in there yeah and we again needless cut we cut back to oh no it's it's and instead of launching it's like launch simulation yeah it's a launch simulation and i was like ah that's fine you know sure sure so they end up going into like the reactor which is huge it's so big this thing is gigantic the shaft it's down is gigantic this (laughs) thing is like venting fucking power like some shit in the matrix it seems like they should be dead (laughs) i mean yeah if it's venting the kind of radiation that's drawing those things here to like propagate then yeah Mm -hmm. because that okay i love this because they're all like congregating on the bottom of this thing and Mm -hmm. i imagine just because it's warm and so they're all writhing in shit and filth and visually stunning visually incredible yeah they're gross as fuck. They're all like, like we were saying, they're all mutated. None of them, no two look alike. There's females yeah. we get to finally see, and none of they don't look okay mm-hmm. at all. Uh, no one's uniform, and I guess they all just sleep on top of each other. Yeah, like you know, mice. And then I guess sure. also we find out they they must molt or something. There's like skin everywhere, mm-hmm. like either from their meals or because just, these yeah. jagoffs are trying to cross the catwalk. It falls man holds the whole thing up while Bauer falls to the bottom and somehow gets into a pile of their skin and wraps himself into their skin. It's just, it's at this point is strength credulity. This went on too long. Looks gross. <laughs> it's pretty cool. I'm not going to lie. I do like how the gross and stuff. It's like skin and like spank cloth. Like, cause they do wear like shit. These mm-hmm. Like they do wear cloth. Like visually it's stunning, but it would work better as like a nine inch nails music video. Yeah, but they're also like trying to get to the ending because this isn't a long film. No, no. And so this, this, but and yet this feels like it takes fucking forever. It and does. somehow he would just crawl right on top of him and put his hands on him the whole night. Something yards, to do with scent, I imagine, which Daryl Dixon uh, kind of mentioned before. Yeah, but like even so, you think if something leans on you, you'd be like, "Hey, asshole!" You would think at least that, and no, it doesn't happen. But meanwhile, man's still holding up this catwalk. Uh, homegirl runs across and realizes, oh, this is complicated because I'm not a fucking nuclear engineer. Yeah, she has no like, idea. She opens, she manages <laughs> to open it, but looks at it and it's like, oh, fuck. It's like, this seems really weird. It's like half of a tic-tac-toe board. What the fuck? And, it's all like, um, like uranium rods, I guess, sticking out of it. Like, <laughs> and this just takes forever. And it, it, regard, he gets up, you know, he finally gets away and he goes over and he he does the thing. Because, yeah, he, he does, does the thing and then Leland drops a fucking flashlight and like, I'm out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Yep, like a yep. dickhead. And I mean, he is. Yeah, this just this fucking 
the your your classic uh, you know blockbuster blue beam of light thing happens, but it sends a shockwave off that only kills a bunch of them, the creatures. Yeah. Well, first man finally drops the platform on him, right? Right. Because now they're right. all like you know riled up, and you get all the mutants. And he's like, "Fuck it, I'll take at least eight of them out." Yeah, yeah, he dies. He dies like a hero because he fucking like distracts them mm-hmm. enough. Because I guess he's a known quantity at this point. Oh yeah. To them. Yeah. So they go after him. The nuclear reactor, I guess, vents all its power somehow without killing all the main characters. Yeah. And it just nukes all of these mutants. They turn on the "Don't worry about it" drive. Yeah. 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 See, that's what I'm just like. You. Don't think about it. Vaporize. <laughs> like just. just go, yeah. That CGI is not great, but I, I fine. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, tap the hat. It's 2009. It was fine. You cleared the playing board. Now let's get to the uh, stupid fucking ending. (laughs) Where are my where are my notes? Are (laughs) so powers. So, uh, what do we got? Okay, yeah. So the cool fight scene between yeah, this is this is where it was like during my second viewing. I'm like, oh, this has become a chore now. This Uh, was (laughs) probably my my least favorite part of the movie. This yeah, man, square. So. He man manages to lose the majority of mutants, except Noseless, the leader. Mm-hmm. And this is where, like, you get more of their culture because man is unarmed mm-hmm. and puts up his dukes like he's ready. Puts up his dukes like he's get, he, as if go he could punch his thing and do anything. Yeah. Right. And uh, the fucking mutant throws him a, his spear. Yeah. Because he and has, I'm like, which okay. is okay, which is pretty badass. Yeah. Right. So far, so good. But this mutant also has, like, blades all over its fucking body. Yeah. Fine. That's fine. And it's, they throw they throw down. They have a it, tremendous fight. It's, it's a, fantastic. They look it's great. Yeah. I really like the mutant design, the knives, all how jagged. That's the other thing. All the knives in this movie are gnarly as fuck. They're all like shanks made from, yeah. from aluminum uh, pied off the wall. There's metal yeah. everywhere, so why not? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a so support strut ground down. You know? Yeah, like, I love it. Like again, all everything looks really good. I was gonna say they managed to get a lot of grinders working wherever, <laughs> wherever they found this. Yeah, stuff. just scrape it against another piece of metal. You'll be fine. I want to know what their fuel source is for those little fucking blue flames. They look cool as shit, but it's just yeah. like, what are you running that on, dog? I need to know. Plasma torch. Plasma torch. Battery. I don't Plasma know. Torch. Sure. So, man manages to kill this thing it's after, but not before this thing managed to like take a few good chomps out of his at his uh torso mm-hmm. literally bites him yeah. into his flesh mm-hmm. he manages to pull off one of its decorative spikes on its back and then just shank it till it's dead mm-hmm. <sighs> then we get the lamest fucking okay i so, hate this so i hate this so like the, and then the, the return sh- of skipper the eye child yeah the oh. fucking mutant child the exact same one shows up and he's about to like you know go at it and he's like oh it's a kid but then this fucking little shit Pulls a shank and slashes man across the throat, killing him, and then it just digs in. This movie's message is you should kill the children. <laughs> if it looks like that, yeah, sorry. Yeah, I this just, is the it just says part. in my it's, notes in big capital letters, underlined, lame. Yeah, I didn't, I, not a, I did not like that. Not I didn't a fan, like, so. Again, it was like, like you didn't have to, int- you, there was All a the way to introduce. All the people die in this movie. Yeah. I, uh, well, I mean, that we've met. That we've met. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we don't fucking meet a lot. And then, like, uh, this, this this is so dumb. Like, so Gallo escapes. The whole it. point of the child was to add <laughs> a piece of information to the movie, which was that they are now breeding. Yes. And they and didn't need to have to do all that. Arguably, a, 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 just a touch of humanity where it didn't need to be applied, I guess. You see, that's No, because the then we learn how long... she straight up murders them. Yeah. Like... Hey, it's like trying to, I don't know, bargain with a 
starved coyote. It's the the scorpion, you know, and the frog. Right, right. Yeah, like, there was no reason you had, like, you could have just ran away. I mean, you could have just tried to kill it. Like, it was- You could have had them in, like, had one of them running with one in a papoose. And that That would have had the emotional impact, yeah. And it would have gone a lot faster. Yes. Because it's just bogging everything down, and it's killing the best character. Uh, Yes. Anyway. So, anyway, Gallo escapes the pod in a supernatural manner. Uh, And it injects- (sighs) And then Gallo slash Peyton, because surprise, they're the same person. Yeah, they Tyler really dirted weird... himself out of the pod. Yeah. yeah, he injects himself with like a sedative out of like a syringer gun. Mm-hmm. And then I guess that chills him out. Leland gets real high and then he's able to suddenly fight a lot. Yeah. He, yeah. Him. So they're running from the mutants. The, the pair is running from the mutants. Leland gets there first and like Dick shuts the door on them. Mm-hmm. And then Leland's trying to like, oh, boy, like. I just came a long way. How you doing? And yeah. Peyton's like, oh, yeah, no. He puts a hand up. I like, I do like this. He puts a hand up. I was like, yeah, yeah, calm down. And then he just like takes a syringe gun and jams into his fucking eye. Mm-hmm. Well, and then he we, just gets like. cover where the two of them became one? Yeah. Yeah. They kind of merge. They Peyton and Gallo together. merge together in like it's this shitty effect. The reveal it, that. It's, yeah. It's, he's giving yeah. Gallo the sedative, but he's actually giving himself the sedative. And then they merge into one in a kind of a weird vibration effect against like one of yeah. the vibration horror effects. I, I don't know. By that Sorry, point, I, like I said, it was like, I okay. audibly groaned. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I think I might yep. have the first time I'd seen it too. In 2009, then, when I was young, that was pretty cool. Now. <laughs> eh. Yeah. Not no. great. If I had never seen say fight club. Yeah. Because yeah. that, there was a, there was a rash of those for like the next decade that like just had these like, like the number 23, which sucked and like yeah. all these other movies that just had these like, Oh, it was him the whole time. I think like identity you know, John, with John. Yeah. Cusack. John Cusack had one. Yeah. It was, mm-hmm. pretty, it was like, that was a pretty good one, but it was the same premise until you get to the, the end. Same right. twist. It's it's, it was kind of like, Oh, well at least we're not doing like the lamp monster, Stephen King thing joke from family guy, you know, like, mm-hmm. it, it, but it was still just, you can't do that all the time. No, you could just watch Fight Club or like for better take on like weird mental happenings. Uh, Memento. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And that's and about it. Does both of them. Yeah. And fails. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Because this reveal basically takes like, wow, you just wasted all of our time. Yes. <laughs> I mean, it's the only way I could put it because like their conversations and everything weren't good. No, no. It, there's so much more interesting stuff happening around them because we keep fucking cutting to these two ass yeah not, not assholes they were they they acted the fuck out of it i gotta I, say that yeah but it, they didn't have any good direction lines no, no. Like, they just didn't they have tried like you know again, it was like who the fuck hold on because i'm good i'm a good podcaster who the fuck played gallo uh it was <laughs> look it up cam dennis, oh it was dennis quaid no not dennis quaid yeah cam, uh, was cam that was a that was cam Gigantet. Mm, He's been in many a thing. Gigante. Yeah, I don't know how to pronounce the name. Cam Gigante. He's in movies that aren't even out yet. Right on. Good. Uh, I'm glad he's getting work. He he, was fine. Yeah. Like like I said, they put everything they could into these. But uh, yeah, yeah, no, it's just it's the the content wasn't propulsive for me. He's a good actor who did a good job with what he had. Right. Yeah. But his scenes were I don't really I mean there's a oh man this whole that whole thing deflates 
the entire movie before it, and then what happens afterwards is this really stupid fight scene. Mm. And and it's really dumb because it's, it's like you know they had because he's going crazy now we know he's got the Pandora but guess what so is our fucking dude you know like yeah because they the, get in they get in um Gallo kills Leland yeah with all the drugs to the brain yeah uh he, and again he that opens, was just like such a shock I'm like wait wait he just, uh, uh, okay okay and then everything is again boom boom yeah boom. real fast this happens all so fast because he opens up the bridge like it's nothing. Yeah. Um, he already knew how to open the bridge the entire time. Well, once Ugh. the power caves on, they had to wait for the power to come on. That was a thing. Yeah. yeah. They need to restore the power so they could open the bridge. Right. Yeah. So he opens it. The two of them manage to get away from the mutants and get the door, fucking door open. And then they slowly creep in because they're not sure what's going on because Barra totally remembers that's not Peyton. Mm-hmm. And they go in and like, obviously, like the flight crew are all mummies. <laughs> yeah. They've been dead a long ass time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then it's like, you know, he does the event horizon thing where he's just like sitting in the darkness in the, in the flight chair. Yeah. And he's Except, like turning on the holographic thing, which is starting to count how long their mission's been going for. And, and then... it's counting and counting. And this is the point where Barrow fears, feels the bullshitterium disease where he starts tripping balls. He starts flipping out. I guess the stress has gotten to like a crescendo or whatever. Because he, yeah, because he opens the thing that like, okay, what's really happening? He's like, oh, his take a look. Hand, take a look. His hand shook twice. <laughs> In this yeah, movie. yeah, it's a really. He great. has more hypochondriac energy around Pandorum than anybody else. I know. I and like, know. I don't think his nose actually bled at any time. But no, um, Peyton, like he did once. Peyton's got no. it pretty bad. Well, considering how much he got his ass kicked, that could be anything. Maybe it's yeah, a, actually. Bad, I think it's bad. at this point where his nose is shown to be bleeding. But again, that's right. He got because he opens because Gallo well, opens the uh, ceiling thing, the ceiling because the the bar the. Uh, Blast shutters, shutters are on. on the door. The blast shutters are on. And mm-hmm. he's like, oh, yeah, take a look outside. And it's all black. There's mm-hmm. no stars. And this freaks him out, I this guess. This puts him over the edge, and he sees one of these creatures trying to crawl in through a panel under Cosmic a console. And Nadia's, like, horror. not freaking out. She's looking at the darkness trying to figure it out. Yeah, and she's also looking at them like, what the fuck is up? What's happening? And Peggy's like, she like looks... we've sailed off the edge of the map. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we turned on no clips. Uh <laughs> And she ends up like, he, and they, like she, she's like, yeah, shut the fuck up. And they hear a whale, and because there's totally whales on this planet, and <laughs> they realize we're so like flip it out. Yeah, and they realize they all realize, despite the fact that he's like tripping balls, because that's what this is. He's not hallucinating. This is what happens when you get like the brown acid. Like mm-hmm. I don't. Yeah, this yeah. is not a good interpretation of what it's like. <laughs> and again, it's like, like the vi- the vibrate effect on the camera. That- yeah. <laughs> At this yeah. point, it's like my eyes are already vibrating. Yeah. So, like, this is happening. The big reveal is that they're in an ocean. They've already They've landed. They've already landed. They've, They've crashed. That's on... why there's been gravity the whole <gasps> time. Yes. And then they, the computer finishes calculating because then Gallo decides, you know what? I'm going to kill Nadia. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been like, hold on. It has been 923 years. 923. I'm going to go uh, out there and just say this right off the top. Not enough time for those things to evolve like that, even with a fucking. It just doesn't feel right. Even with the serum, right? Doesn't doesn't feel right. Yeah, doesn't feel right. I'd like it to be a more uh, terrifyingly long amount of time. Nine hundred twenty-three years is enough for a new culture to form that wouldn't that would treat the ship like a legend. Maybe entire a weekend is enough. Underground sea, you know. Ten days is enough for you to start considering eating people. What are you talking (laughs) about? (laughs) But like this, this the whole thing. It's just like for them to be so. I don't know, man. Nine hundred. I don't know. Yeah, not because, even a thousand like, years. If it was like maybe they would be more advanced somehow. Maybe that's how they figured out how to make 
plasma spears. It's, Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. that. None of that works out for me. But what I do like is the fact that they are on the bottom of an ocean. And this, for, like, for some reason, the gun goes off. And it fucking... Yeah, because he... He's tripping. He has a hallucination. He sees one of these things coming through the panel. He shoots the panel, which I guess hits the glass, which I would hope is rated for meteorites, but not for errant panels. Well, all right. At that curvature, hitting things from the outside, that's going to be better. You know what I mean? Uh, Like, just because it's a dumb. If you hit it like a, if you punch, oh my God. One time we were coming home. (laughs) from a friend's like graduation party rave out in the middle of these cornfields somewhere in like salem ohio somewhere and i mean this is a long time ago and i got i got i shouldn't have driven the next day i mean it was like i had an absurd amount of fucking alcohol in me and for some reason i was taking my brother home and we had the dumbest like one of those dumb drunk arguments which it's not about anything it's like like, this song sucks no fuck you like you better not hit me i'm driving and then he he like threw a punch at the windshield on the inside it just crack the whole thing oh my god oh shit so we get home i told the old man he's like yeah we hit an owl he runs his hand on the outside of it and he's got dead skin for being a machinist his whole life so it's catching he's like so did the owl hit you from the inside and i learned a lesson that day (laughs) it's totally that's totally the same thing as this this makes sense (laughs) (laughs) i have a real world practical example of it So the things, the whole fucking ship starts flooding after like the lane. Cause again, Nadia could have taken this old fuck, mm-hmm. it, but because she got stabbed in the fucking ribs an hour well, ago, also an hour like, ago. for like a hot minute, Peyton is like, going to kill her, brings out a pair of pliers and starts torturing or oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. He fucking starts torturing Gallo, like, uh, like even if like there's still going to be justice in the world, even if I have to pull the evil out of you. Yeah. Jesus he Christ! Pulls out some fucking pliers and starts pulling out, I guess, some teeth or the, just the top roof of his fucking mouth. I have no idea what he latched onto. Yeah, he just has like a pocket full of teeth by the end. Of, it's just like out of nowhere. He just has he just whips out his Leatherman. And he's yeah, like, wild. I'm gonna take a couple teeth. Like, I, did you say you were flight or internal security? Yeah. I don't fucking insane. It makes about as much sense of what happens next, because like, again, Gallo is about to kill Nadia because she needs saving because woman Mm. and he, you know, tripping balls. Like you said, zero P shoots the panel. It flies off and Al fucking hits the inside of it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And it just cracks open and starts spilling in ocean. Ocean. Yeah. Yes. This it's a lot fucked. of water. It's a pretty great water scene, though. Yeah, you know, like practical speaking, you know, like it's it's pretty solid. So you know, naturally, what happens. Int- so instead of the pressure killing them instantly, right? Bauer <laughs> Bauer and, uh, grabs Nadia, and they they just they fuck off into one of the escape pods, which is flooding with water. Um, Somehow, also, like after it's sealed, it is filling up as much as the outside. Like it hasn't self pressurized or what the fuck ever for some reason. I don't know. So like. It launches because Nadia's freaking out like, I don't want to die this way, which <laughs> same. Oh, well, there's mm-hmm. a hull breach. So honestly, they're going to launch all the remaining pods. That mm-hmm. still, I'm not sure how that. OK. Yeah, it was like in space. That makes total sense. <laughs> right? Well, now uh, that the reactor works. <laughs> OK. OK. The, the, you know, don't worry about it. Drive. Gotcha. Oh, all right. Don't think about it. I, I, so I, yeah, I didn't. I, the gotcha. And, and 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 it's great because like the thing is still filling up with water even as they're going up and he yeah. has there's like the the breathy thing the like it's mask a, off. Like it's and he puts Victorian it on magic her on stage mm-hmm. and and he holds his breath and he stays conscious the entire 
time to the top, but she's breathing and she's unconscious when the fucking top pops off. And I'm she like, coughs up water. Yeah. I'm like, what? Makes no Where's sense. How, did, how is water, she alive then? Wait. The mask, but he's okay. And he was. And they were like, we really like that scene where uh, uh, Ed Harris and the aliens uh, bring back Mary Elizabeth Mastertonia from the abyss. So like, let's do a different version of that. I really want, I really wish yeah, at the end we I could mean, have basically. gotten a little bit more of them getting to the island because obviously mm -hmm. they're going to try and like have a romantic pairing between so, these two characters. And mm -hmm. I really would like to hear the words, I'm asexual, come out of her mouth and he just has to deal with that. He now. just has to deal with that. They like, fuck you. Like, it's really... in the pod and they smile at pairing. each other and they look over and, you know, she's like, by the way, let's not talk about your pocket full of teeth. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and like, and they, so Wild. They pan right to like just the worst CGI, like magical it's, kingdom, Lisa Frank waterfall off I'm of pretty sure I made the same terrain in like high school and like poser with like, a beach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just couldn't believe it. I was like, oh my god, what are oh, they I, I love how when the, the pods come out because one thing that's really difficult is to fake something breaching water. <sighs> if you ever, oh my god, if you ever want to ruin your childhood, you were a free Willy fan, go ahead, take a look at that fucking jump. <laughs> Do do that. That'll <laughs> fuck your whole childhood up. It's over. But uh, like, just, this was like, oh, here, let's do this four hundred times. And there's like all these like, boink. and then it. I did like that they all land right side up, and then they eject. I mean, like, honestly, that was like the most believable part of that. Yeah, there's that, twelve hundred people just screaming into the night. Oh, what it's exactly. It is what exactly. It how is exactly horrific. because it tells you how many people are left. And how I many of them drowned? I did some research for this. One thousand two hundred and twenty-three. Nope, 1,213, I think. Oh, 13, that's right. 13, yeah, yeah 1,213. Because it was 11 at one point. It was 2,000, or 1,211. And then at the end of the movie, they're like 12,000, like ACAP, basically. <laughs> a, one, two, so, one, three. they're on this planet, everyone's popping out. So I had to do some research on this, is how many people do you need to not become the cannibal mutants at, the, at like 100 years from now? <laughs> and... Because in America, it turns out there's some towns that uh, don't have enough genetic diversity in them. Uh, anyway, it's a problem for them. More there's some so. royalty. <laughs> there's some royalty that are having these problems. They're cannibal uh. mutants. But anyway, how many people do you need to have like a colony that doesn't like devolve? And what it is, is between 50 to 500 people that you that's would need. That's a lot of... Uh, I need, would, that's what? the minimum. That is the absolute minimum. 50? Is 50? Yeah, there are islands in the world right now that got started with only 50 people, and they're still somehow... I mean, everyone's related to each other, but there's, I mean, enough, gen there's enough genetic diversity. Well, I mean, technically, as humans, we're all related to each other. Yeah, for but, sure. But the point is... We're is not that all Habsburgs. Yeah, I was going to say, there's an, apparently enough genetic I, diversity to make sure that, like defects don't appear even though we're all technically related to each other 500 is where you really want to be but 1213 every womb haver in that population mm. is going to have to have children because it's implied Oof. they're it they are mm. the only humans left that's gonna make for a pretty so it's gonna make a pretty draconian society for whoever now, makes it to the beach now this yeah. is, this I'm is not convinced i swear when it looked at it i was like is he dying of hypoxia i think it goes like white yeah. after that doesn't it no, because they zoom out. Ah. That's a thing. They zoom out mm. of the planet and they're like, what the fuck's the name of the planet? My brain. Tannis. 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 Yeah, my brain yeah. rejected that. Uh, it's <laughs> Tannis, year just, one, population 1,213. And that's, that's what the it end, is. And that's the end of the fucking movie. And and then I, I began, like, I really, okay, so I liked the fact that the entire time the ship was underwater. 
like through the entire like everything it's you know, not bad so much you could do with that yeah it's not bad and and i you know that for for a, a like a generation ship you know to it's a have good that idea be the starting point it's mm-hmm. a really good idea for a yeah. lower budget film now knowing everything that we know about these characters how they reacted when they were unfrozen okay all these pods are doing that currently with all these people who are now waking up on a new planet what the fuck just happened yeah yep they're not going to remember shit they're already pretty short-sighted to begin with you know what i mean because yep. like I'm sure there were like Fucking experts. Bauer and like was like, health. oh, hey, yeah. no, man, you stay here, little guy. I'm going to go take care of the reactor. Never mind the fucking murder zombies that are everywhere you know like yeah never mind that man is a badass like and, and, okay it, so when this is happening too when you first see it you see the ship the big ship just sticking out of the water which is kind of like yeah. in, in that like uh what, what's that fucking subnautical oh you know? also that's the other thing all of the genetic samples they just showed that like nadia was collecting yes yeah. are, are those just like destroyed now underwater because i guess right or underwater Did they get irradiated when they uh, vented the fucking reactor <laughs> like are you gonna go in there and get them so these short-sighted fucking absolutely just confused people yeah <laughs> are gonna dog paddle their you know giant fucking uh capsules yeah i guess over once, to this island once and they then, rip their service cable out of their arm right yeah. peel all their dead skin off wonder what the fuck is going on and then be like oh let's form a society like that, oh, that. Like, like i don't remember my life but i remember the training and i'm just like fuck i mean yeah. oh, he's gonna go mad like <laughs> some dude's gonna come out of that he was merely a like food vendor <laughs> yeah it's like i remember the training where's the cash register you know like it's he's <laughs> fucked like, that guy's fucked they lost all the important people because the you know plasma range oh man uh where's my friend man oh and are we to believe that all the mutants are dead I, I guess they guess. got flooded out, or the rules left know, got flooded man. out. It's I, not, I don't know. Yes, because there was like a mutant coming out of the vent, and like Barrow, for whatever reasons, like, hey, look at that. And Nadia's like, fuck him. And that was it. Hmm. That was it. So I have no idea. Fuck, man. Yeah. So the sequel to this movie would be one, a completely different movie. Mm-hmm. Um, two, I don't think the mutants are dead. So no, again, initially no. in the production phases, they had talked about making this movie uh, have both a prequel and a sequel, and it mm. just bombed so bad. It only made twenty two yep. million mm-hmm. in its whole run. That um, God damn! I didn't think it was that bad, <laughs> but I mean, it's it very poorly received mil? at the theater. I mean, yeah, thirty mil. mil. I, I mean, I didn't think the the movie was that bad to only warrant oh, right. a twenty two billion dollar return. Yeah, uh, well, I mean, in two thousand nine, we had better films though with a very similar concept, like. You know, Event Horizon, yeah. which even it bombed, but is even I think even by 2009 was making the rounds as a cult movie. Mm. Like, oh, for sure. For sure. It's, well, I mean, that's that's another thing. Box office is a fucking lie. Like, talk about what you made in like DVD. See, they like to divvy it up and just be like, well, if it doesn't make it back at the box office. Oh, flop. my God. This movie then, got you know, like dollar store DVD. Dude, like, fucking Fight Club flopped and it made yeah. so God. It was like the number one so fucking DVD until The Matrix came out. Yeah. Like you know, made like a lot it, of money. Yeah, but they act like it was a flop. It's like, oh, it's yeah. a cult classic. No, it did fine. It actually did really well. Yeah. Well, this it's movie ruined our culture because this people interesting. misinterpreted it. Yeah, what do you want? <laughs> this movie's interesting because uh, it's. I don't hear this very often for films we cover. This was originally meant to be. This was two scripts. Mm, uh, the clearly. Original, yeah, the original script <laughs> was, which made at least Pandora make more sense. It was the name of the prison ship they were on. 
that was going to essentially planetary Australia to drop off prisoners Mm. and that it was the same concept. It's a generational ship except inmates. And the same thing kind of happens. The cannibals are just deranged are like, you know, deranged prisoners over a period of time. Um, I think man and Nadia and Leland were meant to be prisoners. Mm. Uh, Barrow is supposed to be this dude, this like non prisoner personnel who doesn't trust anyone, Mm -hmm. which kind of makes his, him being an asshole, make a little bit more sense uh, Mm. in the script for his dialogue when he meets man. This feels like they filmed that and then they had to do reshoots. Well, the, the second story, script, yeah. yes, that they merged with because he met this other dude who had a very similar script. The script was about a generational ship, about four people mm. dealing with that. Four and, uh, astronauts uh, like that are jockeys on the generational ship who are suffering from uh, space sickness, because of amnesia and like weird, mm-hmm. crazy stuff that happens there. And that was the, the director's script. So the director was sent the, the script about the, um, uh, the prison ship and he had this script already and they decided to merge the two into one. And they they agreed the original author, and oh. uh, that's where we get this. They invented the bullshit bullshitium disease, Pandorum. Yeah, and that's and then where... they named the movie after it. Then they made the new, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> which would have made more sense if that was the name of the fucking shit. See, if they had called it Elysium, then we wouldn't have gotten Elysium. Yeah, and that's a <laughs> might net have gotten positive. a better film. Yeah, that's a net positive. <laughs> but that was Pandorum. Um, there's yeah. a lot of we feel a lot of different things about it. Um, this yeah. stuff. I don't know. Shadowlink wasn't, or which one of you, which one of you knuckleheads was like, this isn't really, a, oh, it was Shadowlink. We just spoke to him. Is yeah. a, like, it wasn't really a movie he felt that, uh, need to have really a remake because I wanted to put on the list of bad movies that could use a redo. Or at least a recut or something. I don't, I don't know. It needs no. a different way to tell the story. It needs this, something. This would need like the Predator to Prey kind of workshop. Where you know it's, what? Yeah. It's like that kind of, we're, we're going to do the thing, but we're going to reimagine it and put it in a completely different context with like, and make it matter in a different way. You know, mm-hmm. like this, it it, it's a, there's a good skeleton here. There's a lot of stuff that I really enjoyed. I love the sets and stuff. I really like this idea of they're trying to fix this ship it's stranded in space as far as they know and it has it's been fucking stopped for who knows how long some time yeah enough to have its own internal lore i didn't like the space sickness like unless you're gonna explain it better you know it was literally like the weakest thing it like just inventing a bullshit mental disease a mental illness isn't great so that the main Uh, character could have a schizophrenic break with reality that explains it wasn't even a good story depiction of a schizophrenic break like it, yeah it, it's not good here we are just like puttering at the end of this episode like i it's uh, you can watch it yeah, you, <laughs> it's a film that exists <laughs> it exists in the world you could watch it you know like that's you can I, watch it's, it. yeah it's it's fine it's like not I said, a recommendation it's just a, a public service announcement like i said the first here. time i watched it for this for this episode, it was fun because I didn't have to, to fucking think about it. Wasn't when, good. Yeah. Second time, I'm glad we rescheduled because I didn't fucking watch it that day. Yeah, because you, it was a drag. <laughs> if you gotta watch, if you gotta watch a movie, that's one thing. Don't think about it. If you gotta go back and you gotta take notes about it, you can see where I bailed. I bailed like uh, maybe I think uh, an hour into the movie. Yeah, it's a good thing. Well, I, I, like, it's a good thing I my notes became guys, more detailed. As well. Otherwise, it, we, we probably would have like just improv like what happened at the end because it made me. Make it make sense to make to make it to make it make sense in today's terms. I mean, we basically we did evil speak, okay, which is clearly a cautionary tale about AI. To make this one make sense, 
to make this one make sense, this this is an allegory for what the woke mind virus is going to do to America. <laughs> I mean, that's what I saw. I don't know what you guys. Uh, see, you change ever since we gave you that American flag microphone. <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> I just, yeah, oh. we'll see. I mean, you know, generation ships are invariably going to turn the frogs gay and then make them cannibals. Thank God. <laughs> so, I, can't, I can't wait. I mean, you yeah, saw no, this film. Was... Did you see the, the sign, eat the bugs? They were eating bugs. Yeah. I'm telling you. <laughs> did. All the I'm signs are there. Oh, I'm going to eat your ass. No one owned anything and they liked it? <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm <laughs> struggling. Uh, it's a good movie. Uh, what's the next one we're going to be doing? Our next film is going to be uh, Daybreakers. Fuck yeah. Uh, and I'm pretty psyched for that. I have seen this one. I have not seen I it. I've never seen it. It's it's great. It's a lot Shadow of fun. Link, Shadow Link recommended to me like literally years ago. Yeah, I'm, just, and I'm actually never, shocked that you've never seen it. Never seen it, yeah. yeah. I mean, his I, I saw their, uh, their follow-up film was Predestination, which is probably my favorite time travel film. Basically yeah, because one it's one good. of my favorite Heinlein short stories, too. Huh. It's so perfectly circular. And Definitely good. Okay. Yeah, it's it 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 bent my head. They did a great job, and I love the way they you know portrayed stuff in it. This this is different. Then and we're gonna we'll, we'll get into it. But you know, it's basically like the vampires run out of people. It's a problem. Got to be careful. It's a problem. And, All the movies uh, have been saying it. Don't. Yeah. So that's that's gonna be our Halloween. Uh, Are you telling uh, me they have a workforce issue? Oh, it's it's better than that. It's 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 comical. <laughs> also, Willem Dafoe is so fucking a. You know, like fuck yeah. It's going to be a lot of fun. Anyway, uh, so we're, uh, uh, this is it. Thank you all for listening. Uh, yeah. Shout out to our patrons uh, for yes. keeping the fucking lights on. Thank you so much. You could find us at neon disto- blah, blah, blah. neondystopia.com slash neon, uh, slash Patreon or patreon.com slash neondystopia. One yeah, that's of more better. If you go Something. to the other one, you're going to have to. <laughs> You're going to get some errors. Some combination yeah. of that typed into your search engine of choice mm-hmm. should get you somewhere near us. Yes, yep. we're yeah, we're gonna, web- yep. yeah, we're working on a website. We're, we yep. got a Facebook page. We got an Instagram uh, bit, uh, you know, for both Neon Dystopia and Low Life Podcast. Uh, uh, check us out. Drop the noise. But, I, but my preferred way, uh, join Discord. Discord. Absolutely. Join our Discord. Love it's Discord. the most fun. It is a lot of fun. Thank you all for all the new folks who are dropping in. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, and if you're looking like for, we've for gotten content. so many more people since we left Twitter. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> I was going to say, if you're looking for content that's not just uh, movie reviews, you want to hear what other things we are thinking of. We don't always put it into podcast episodes, but we basically mm-hmm. tell you what we're thinking in the Discord feeds. Just check yeah. out the different threads. Yep. Well, you know, we like to, I like to drop tracks in the, you know, input, music input uh, tab. You know, like it's, you know, share music, share, talk about movies, or tell us about things we never heard of, you know? And Yeah. We DJ sometimes. I'm going to yeah. DJ soon. Uh Yeah. So Which yeah, it's, it's gonna, gonna be, be both wild. of us. Um, and uh, oh, yeah. a viewing is in the works. A viewing is in the works. A group viewing yeah. is in the works. Yes, we're you'll trying be able to figure to... something out with that. Yeah, you could join us. Be More on that. Yes. More on that soon. We're working on it. It'll be a fun event. So. Uh, or it just doesn't work completely, and you know, you get to laugh at our dismay. Yeah, there'll at least be a active chat where you will be able to express your displeasure nearby. <laughs> that will work, even if nothing else does. So. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, uh, enjoy the rest of your spoopy season. And, uh, yeah, we got one more scary movie coming up, uh, yeah. Yeah, about and, a, uh, less f- than a week. Yeah. Enjoy your people meet. Beep, beep.
system optimization is less than normal. Server damage detected. Please stop whatever you are doing and make your way to the nearest exit. Technical support is all feet. Please vacate the area. I repeat. Please leave. Are you even listening to me? I will shoot you. Error. Server block 3 is experiencing critical ignition. That's right. System failure imminent. I hope you are proud of yourself. Initiating the Low Life Podcast.